0: Welcome to Across the Nation with Jason, the show where we interview up-and-coming artists, entrepreneurs, and small business owners, and so much more. This is the show that's going to help you get into the right mindset to get you to the next level. Let's just jump right into it. And that's what and that's why i also like seeing the sound waves yeah and also uh, i can't when i do in QuickTime, i don't my there's a delay we oh, want plug dude no that literally in. you're
1: right that's why i use GarageBand. Yep. in final cut even there's a delay i really? can't record voiceover because there's a delay it's very frustrating wow. garage does something it like knows how to get remove that delay entirely
0: yeah it makes me really mad because apple just can like just suck sometimes are we going are, 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 are <laughs> yeah, we yeah, li- are we live oh sweet yeah that's so exactly live. what i want hi welcome to the across the nation with jason podcast i'm here with our amazing guest clay bowen clay bowen is a filmmaker um a an entrepreneur runs uh, his own business and is an overall just awesome dude and a very good friend of mine how are you doing clay
1: dude thanks for having me i'm doing so well dude. we just recorded my podcast yeah. so i'm all fired up ready to conversate
0: that's right. yeah. like, uh, shameless self-promote your podcast right yes now.
1: the Olivewood creative it's not technically live right now but soon man it's <laughs> soon, gonna be popping off soon
0: it's gonna be popping off eventually you know <laughs>
1: yes and, and not <laughs> eventually is a way better word than <laughs> soon
0: eventually yeah no no i'm just i'm just giving, giving you crap because i think it's funny no um no but yeah uh so so i just would love to hear a little bit about yourself and like how you kind of got started in making videos and filmmaking how old you were and like all that stuff and what tools did you use really early
1: on Dude, yeah, so when I was seven years old, actually I'm gonna go back even further. When I was like five years old, I remember finding my my parents' first like little point and shoot uh, camera. They recorded me with a camcorder my whole life. So I always loved talking to a camera and, and being on camera. But when I found this point and shoot, I was obsessed with taking photos of like mushrooms and flowers and all that sort of stuff. Cause I loved that you could get a different perspective on things, getting like crazy detail and things that you otherwise couldn't see so my parents saw that saw that i was constantly using that camera and they bought me one when i was seven years old for christmas it's this little like fifty dollar thing could record vga video quality i actually made a video with it the other day because it still works and i still have it and no way I remember the first question I asked when I got it, I was like, how long can it take a video? Like, I didn't even care about anything else. So I started to make a video every day. I made probably three videos a day for from seven to 10 years old. Like, I never stopped. I would record little things. At the beginning of my day, like Clayton in the morning, Clayton in the afternoon, I just documented my life and I would do all these weird little sketches and stuff. And then I got my first laptop and I fell in love with editing. I thought it was the coolest thing to be able to take that footage that I recorded and make it into funny little stories, add title screens, make it into TV shows. Um, And so I, I always just loved that you could make anything with video like you paint a picture I always I guess I just always sucked at art so much at drawing so (laughs) I just decided that wasn't it I tried to play guitar but the whole time that I would try these other things I'd always document it with video like my entire life is so documented by myself which is very interesting to see that perspective and see how I've watched myself grow and how i have changed the way that I capture myself but yeah so after that I remember I, um, I started a YouTube channel in 2011. So, oh my God. That's going to be 10 years. In only years like a ago. month. Yep. But yeah, that's, it's right now. That's well, like, scary well, to think. Well, yeah. It with, was, um, well, yeah. What time? yeah, I think it was April. So like two months and I'm so going to cool. legitimately have had a YouTube channel for a decade. But, uh.
0: You're OG YouTuber. Yeah, much. I guess so. I guess As, so. I like starting off at 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty sweet.
1: Um. And so, and I was 10, actually. You're 10? I'm, I'm a baby, yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. What, gra-
0: what grade would you be when you were 10?
1: Oh <laughs> man, what is that? Like fifth grade? Is that fifth, normal? Gosh, something like
0: that? I don't even know. I, it's all, all, the, all the ages, it's like, oh, little, yeah. little kid. That's <laughs> yeah, like I exactly. only keep track of age like freaking middle school. I think school. I was in like
1: sixth grade, something like that. I remember I used to actually record myself doing homework because I didn't feel like doing homework. But then, as soon as I turn on a camera, I'd be like really into making it a show. And then my mom would yell at me because I was homeschooled. But I. Um, <laughs> that's, <a>, that's funny. <laughs> and I was it's homework homeschooled. when you're homeschooled? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. Oh, gosh. I guess it's just work. That just, that that <laughs> just sucks. That you're always doing. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and I think, honestly, being homeschooled was. A, a great reason why I could do this because at any mm. point in the day, like during lunch breaks or whatever that I'd take, I can mm. just make a video. or mm-hmm. And I don't know, that spontaneity that I was able to have in my life was so helpful, and I felt no pressure to be like anybody else, because honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of people in my life like a lot of other friends, but the couple mm-hmm. people I did have totally loved what I was doing and yeah. it supported me. And I think if I was in a traditional school format in elementary school, I might have gone, oh, this is weird talking to a camera, I shouldn't oh, be doing this every day and show everything.
0: Yeah, and then you had to like balance, like not having, you would have all those voices telling you that like you suck. Right.
1: And and I had yeah. literally yeah. none. Yeah, I, that's so cool. all I did was like watch YouTube and I was like, wow, I want to be like them. I wanted mm-hmm. to be Toby Turner. I love to. I justine was on there. Um, uh, Yeah, I'll, just every early YouTuber you could imagine. Yeah, like pretty like much Sean, watched.
0: Sean, uh, Shane Dawson, Shane I Dawson.
1: Like, yeah. I didn't find him until a little later. But yeah, yeah pretty much all these stuff, people. Yeah. I, um, I remember the first thing I wanted to do was make like app reviews and tech videos. I thought that was so cool. There was this guy, Matt's Macintosh, who probably was the reason is the reason that I make videos right now. And so after I started making YouTube videos, I think it was two years later, I had really dove into it. I started three different channels. I had a gaming channel, I had a short film channel and a vlog channel. I was trying to be like every other YouTuber. I didn't find literally any success, but I would respond every comment. I loved the success. I met a bunch of people through Skype. I have friends still in South Africa, Australia, like London, just because of YouTube. And we would meet and play games over Skype and make video collabs and stuff. Um, but then I think I was like, I was 13 when I got like, one of my dad's friends was like, I'm starting this project on Kickstarter. Can you make a video? I will pay you. I was like, oh my God, I can make money off of doing like this thing that I do every day anyway. So I made this video. I was so excited. I got it to him in two days. Like I was so excited and I put so much effort into it. He loved it. Kickstarter totally flopped because he asked for way too much money. But like, that moment was so exciting to me because yeah. it was like, oh, I can do this for a living. That's mm-hmm. when I want because before that I was like, I want to be an accountant. Like literally I said that all the time because oh. I love math, yeah. which I feel like loving math kind of I still like it just because there's an answer. I always love the idea of yeah. getting like this is the right way to do something. If you go into any other art, like yeah. I hated English because analysis of things was like yeah. this is, you know, this isn't necessarily right or wrong. It's just fully supported yeah. and that's why i don't love film studies classes yeah but you know after that i kind of dove more headfirst into youtube i mm-hmm. put hun- i think i have like 400 something videos on youtube at this point boy, I, I, I just went for it man and i um started making videos for like musically i got featured on there because i made a bunch of videos and uh
0: just like a like a song like were you like like what were you doing in the video on
1: that one so i would take the song that was popular that day i would look at whichever one and then i would take that and i'd make an artistic like montage of different shots that i got from the day like of a sunset or at the arcade or just something i'd use my real camera i'd make something that's really different and i think that's why i got featured just because musically was like wow this is not someone lip-syncing to this this is like a Artistic thing, and that I was able to so do that cool. every day because yeah. I just bring my camera everywhere. I always do that. I have a camera on me twenty four seven.
0: You totally could do that same strategy on TikTok with TikTok, on, with TikTok I, right now.
1: I I want to man, yeah. and technically I yeah. have a TikTok because Musically yeah. transferred over.
0: A stud, yeah. But oh yeah, because the uh, Musically got bought out by TikTok. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So I still have my account and then my followers actually like stayed. That's uh, so
0: cool. I'm a you on TikTok like right after this. Do it, man. That's so cool.
1: <laughs> I have no content.
0: Yeah, name hey, man, hey. That, like I hey, everyone starts off with zero videos, you know? Yes. Like that's like that's so a, true. Yeah, that's a that's such a big thing that I always try to think about. Yeah. Um so like I just like so what do you think of like just TikTok in terms of like filmmaking right now? Do you think that it's just as like do you think that like kind of overall people are kind of using the medium and the platform to like do some pretty creative stuff? Or like what's your kind of oh, yes. thoughts on that?
1: Oh, I think it's probably more creative than any other platform at this moment. Mm. Um because there's such a specific mold on YouTube. You see it. This is how you get success. Like mm-hmm. you make this channel. You can. Everybody emulates each other's videos. There's like very specific genres of like commentary or gaming or, or filmmaking tips or something like that. Same with Instagram. There's such a model that you follow. But TikTok, or a
0: model. Like literally. Yeah, literally follow. a model. <laughs> you just have to be hot on Instagram. That's like my it's thing. so true. Yep.
1: And some could look at TikTok and be like, oh, there's a part of that. But oh, yeah, But sure. at the same time, there's. There is like no path to success that is clearly works every time. Oh it's gosh. literally entirely random. It's up to creativity, mm-hmm. it's all creativity, and I love that. And yeah.
0: that's why I think it's popping off so much is because yeah. there's there's such a variety of videos. Like you'll see, oh, yes. here's Charlie D'Amelio doing <laughs> yeah. the renegade. And then you'll see like, oh, here's financial analysis. Mm-hmm. Like that's my my feed is just freaking jacked because I engage yeah. with like a bunch of different content. Me too. So it's just I think it's really cool that there's like that variety. And now there's a bunch of different ways to succeed. I think that's so yeah. cool. That's a very that's a very awesome. good insight.
1: Yeah. It, and, and, you know, for literally every single business, yeah. like for my parents, yes. pottery business, yes. I want to make like. I don't know, so many different things. You could either do, like, you could do informational things or you could do just artistic things or something funny, like, or combine them or switch Mm -hmm. it up. I think that's the other thing. You don't have to have a niche on TikTok nearly as much as you do, like, on YouTube. Like, Mm -hmm. I've struggled with that on YouTube because I wanted to do, like, a total variety of things. And that's why I made different channels. That didn't work out. YouTube doesn't like that anymore. Yeah. But... You know, if you if you go too far away from your original type of content, people don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. But TikTok, I feel like, is so – like, you can really express yourself in yeah. any way. And I think monetization is starting to become really real on TikTok too, yes. which was and a worry that people Snapchat mm-hmm. spot-
0: spotlight as well. And also, I think both of those going together is also really going to be big. Yes. So – I agree. Yeah.
1: yeah. I just think mm-hmm. all of those platforms, you can make them creative. Yeah. And and I think a lot of people do. And I think when people, I know so many people who hate on TikTok or even hated on Musical.ly when I was doing it. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, it's just all those, all those stupid people, all those little Jacob kids. Jacob Yes. Yeah. And then, but there's people like Jojo Siwa, who is literally one of my biggest inspirations. Like she's incredible what she does on there. So. I She's don't like stud. looking at yeah. I don't like looking at people going like, Oh, they're just lip syncing, they suck. They're just because that's their way of expression. And if they're mm-hmm. killing it, then they, they are. Like there's no point in bashing those people sure. just because it's not the type of content that you'd make or consume. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And I think there's also this really weird balance that you have to have is there's content that like I can like I can watch a Joe Siwa. I'm personally Probably not going to watch a lot of her videos. Right, right. Like, I personally, I don't, I can be, but I, like, same thing with Charlie D'Amelio. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan of, same like, here. I'm not a big dancer, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. I do dance sometimes, but Dude, I just do it I. for fun. Yeah, I do it in front of the mirror, like, every day. Oh, like, I just, I just freaking, yes. I just. Morning
1: routine did, stuff. Like oh, there. Yeah.
0: Go get in the hot cold shower and then i go do a hundred push-ups and then i do the renegade you know <laughs> i love it I love it. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah there's like a, i think there's a, a certain amount of respect that you can have for like someone in that like freaking jojo sea She she's on those little juice like things Yo, at walmart yeah. i remember oh, it's incredible she, she is so brilliant on the in in the way mm. that she's commercialized like that audience base i think it's i think in in the lens of like entrepreneurship, it's brilliant. It's It's incredible. Yeah, same thing with like Mr. Beast, like the way he's leveraged that stuff and kind of going in between TikTok and YouTube and all those different platforms. I think it's just so cool.
1: And there's even people like David Dobrik. Yes. Who who literally reformed his content while he wasn't able to make content and blew up on TikTok because of that. He took his content from YouTube and then made it (laughs) TikTokable. And it blew up, of course, because it was already great content. So there was no point Mm -hmm. in not sharing it again in another space. So good. He is a genius, man. Yes, I, I, it really is.
0: I, I, yeah. He's but
1: a, I think that mm-hmm. of every YouTuber, I think Logan yeah. and Jake Paul are geniuses. Like, oh. uh, honestly, in terms I, of content, for sure. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's very, very difficult to make a case against it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, why, like why do you think that? Like why, like, why do you think that there's like this certain like what genius? I think is also a really interesting word to use there yes. as well. No, it's true. Like, what like, do you mean?
1: I think genius doesn't mean necessarily great character in every part of your life i just need to put that out there we're talking about the paul brothers but like i think the biggest thing is is how they know how to leverage an audience and how they know how to stir controversy like i think they purposely do that a lot yeah and that's their that's one way of being successful but at the same time especially logan paul he started his podcast and he is showing a more real side of himself Mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't like. And I don't love it most of the time, but sometimes it, it connects with a lot of people. So I think Mm -hmm. it's just genius in learning how to find an audience wherever you go. And
0: yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. And I think it just highlights his his humanity and that there's this way that there's like, I think just showcasing your insecurities and I think that that's, that's I, I respect there's also a massive gap between what Jake Paul does and what Logan Paul does even oh, though yeah. they're brothers Yes, like freaking he's like calling out Conor McGregor he's got a cigar right. in his mouth yeah, holding a 50 crazy. million dollar check is like calling him out saying it follows only his wife on Instagram uh-huh. It's that, that's, that's just crazy and like the, the fact that he does that and then there's like Logan Paul that's making like you know commentaries on like the, the racial stuff right. in yeah, America very and, stuff. but also
1: yeah. like I don't want to say that that makes jake paul like such an an idiot i think he's maybe a really bad person but he's finding almost as much if not more success than logan so there's it's about
0: commoditizing that like attention that he has right and and he's a villain like and and that's something that you i try to think about it's like there's like in w it's like what i think he's doing it just like wwe but like Mm. a million times better Cause you always have those guys you're supposed to hate in the WWE. There's right. like the the people that's like the, like the like to make the villain character. And I mm. think Jake Paul is doing that well. It is almost impossible to not hate Jake Paul. <laughs> it's so true. But but dude, I respect the living crap out of that guy. You know, and like in terms of yeah. how like how he has to deal with as much hate as he gets and still being like, oh, this is who I am. And also when I when we were talking about like him, like he literally like when he went on his brother's podcast, he like really was super real and being like. Mm-hmm. I have zero idea yeah. what I'm going to do with my life. Right. And and being like he's had all this success and still being there is just crazy.
1: Yeah, you know? It's understanding yourself or understanding yeah. your content and sticking to it and mm-hmm. like trusting that that's going to be what you yeah. want it to be. Yeah. It's and,
0: it, it's so hard, you know, like to kind of balance that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So.
1: No, it's impossible to, to really get to that exact point. And that's why the other thing, this is what I think makes a successful pretty much anybody but especially social media it moves so fast that you also have to move really fast with it that's why Mm -hmm. i think now it's a little not great to talk about shane dawson but before he was revealed to be a terrible person he also had so many genius transitions between the type of content that he made that he was able to stay fully relevant Mm -hmm. throughout the entire time like he went from creating just like vlogs from his bedroom then highly produced short films and music videos Mm -hmm. because that's what was popular and then he went to just like crazy food videos and then his latest thing was those really in-depth documentary style things and he was able to move with his audience and his audience moved with him um Mm -hmm. which is so powerful because you have to learn how to not deviate too far from what you do but also continue to evolve
0: and i think you have to have, the, have that kind of self like actualization of like understanding who you are and like being like i can i can dabble in this and then but i still right. know who my identity is and and also do you remember like a really long time ago he made that like that click, like choose your own adventure youtube thing oh, yeah. Yeah. that was so cool i remember when i was doing i'm like holy crap yeah. this this is what i think tv is going to be and mm-hmm. then when we look at freaking whatever i think it was like 7 years after he did that Then Netflix comes out with Bandersnatch. Right. Yeah. And it was like he called that and did it so much earlier on and made that like story, which I thought was just so cool.
1: And that's why I've always been drawn to being a YouTuber because you can take those ideas and just do them. Nobody's telling you not to. And you don't have to worry about about an agent or you don't have to
0: worry about anything. It's it's all you. I love it.
1: This conversation turned into just like YouTube talk,
0: <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> but I love it. I just, I think just YouTube and content in general, is just such a massive thing. And mm-hmm. I think there's so many people that want to create content and then have like no idea how to get started. Like, how would you kind of be like, let's say that someone like you, have someone that I don't know, let's say there's someone that like, I don't know, wants to start like a business that looks like a startup, mm-hmm. but wants to really focus on like a, like kind of a focus on content and like promoting small businesses and kind of doing that across all the different media platforms. How would you success to that completely hypothetical person that would how <laughs> yeah, what would you recommend for says. them to, for them to do that? Like what like what stuff would you recommend kind of like in terms of either equipment or how to leverage different trends? Like what kind yeah. of stuff would you suggest?
1: First of all, I there's like there's a double entendre here mm-hmm. cuz I hate when people say that you have to have great equipment to start but i also hate when people say equipment doesn't matter at all because i do think that there there is a balance there but especially when you're first starting don't use the lack of equipment as a reason to to not start in the first place um but then once you have that don't don't go like, oh, I don't have the best cameras, so therefore I don't n- need to learn how to use this well. Like, learn how to really leverage whatever you have to the best of its abilities. So, my biggest thing is the way to set yourself apart. First of all, what content do you have? You have the process of starting that business. I love that. And I think a lot of people connect to that style content because not only does that connect you with other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that are going through similar thing, but it also shows a little bit of, it shows that humanity in yeah. you for the clients who are going to work with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I've found a lot of clients through my YouTube channel, just because they're, they'll find me through some other source. Then they see my personality yeah. being shown and they're like, oh, this is like a real person. This isn't like some mm-hmm. robotic weird thing going on. So if you can show Who you are through your content, but then also there are too many people who don't even try, like, they just do a really bad vertical video from their basement and they don't try to make it interesting. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to do that, like, even if you're starting on your iPhone, learn how to use iMovie on your iPhone really, really well, or iMovie on your computer, or anything that you have at your disposal to to make the highest quality that you can in your thing. You can't afford music services, that's okay. Go to SoundCloud and find a find a song that you like and contact that artist mm-hmm. and work together with them. That's the other biggest thing is just cuz you don't have the equipment doesn't mean nobody in your network has that. I bet somebody does. Like that is really reach true. out to everybody you can. I suck at graphic design. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who was going into that, and he was at the beginning. He helped me for free get started. Yeah, and there were going to be so many people around you that were going to do that for you. Oh yeah, people want you to succeed. Like yes. that's
0: I, I hate that. There's this there's this thing, especially with, that they teach you in like business schools, is that your idea is super special And that, right. yeah, Oh, you have this magical thing that's all it's all you only you've ever thought of it. But that's. Definitely never not true. true. It's ne- almost never true. There's always – in the differentiator is about how you execute upon the idea. Like how many people think about, oh, I have this idea that I don't want to start a vlog YouTube channel. Right. I'm super unique and original <laughs> in thinking about what I'm doing. But there's a lot of people that have done it. And like I think researching that before you kind of hop into it is really important, especially what you're talking it's about true. with leveraging like what you have and being like like let's mm-hmm. being frugal for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So so like let's say that you okay so you you've you got like a, a like let's say you have a $1000 budget. Okay. And you want to create as high quality content as you possibly can. Like what what are your purchases in like in terms of like let's say you, like for like a podcast or whatever okay. like like yeah. bare bones I want to like I want to like I'm a, I own a small business and I want to start promoting it and making mm-hmm. content. What what stuff do you want to like say that you should definitely have or like what's your like musts?
1: So as far as creating content, yeah. audio and video specifically. Yeah. The only thing that really matters First of all is audio. Like audio matters above everything else. If you watch a video that looks really beautiful but the audio is like really terrible and it's you like, can't wow, understand wow, it, then yeah. you're you're going to hate it. But mm-hmm. if you watch, that's why you can watch those films from like the 20s, the first films that were not silent and you can still enjoy them because they actually have great audio. Like they're mm-hmm. still very understandable even though the video quality isn't what you would expect. So, that's the biggest thing that mm-hmm. I would say invest in even you know blue makes a a microphone called the snowball that's forty dollars i think So if you just get that it's usb it's gonna sound 10 times better than your computer microphone and that's what i would say the more you upgrade the less the more incremental those upgrades are so from zero to forty dollars you're gonna get like 10 times the quality. Mm -hmm. And then from $40 to like $200, you're going to probably get five times and it's going to get smaller and smaller. So don't Mm -hmm. think that you have to invest too much at the very beginning. The other thing, be smart about it. Don't necessarily just invest a lot. So Mm -hmm. use window light. Don't buy a huge light kit. In fact, I really hate the look that a ring light gives people's eyes. Yes, I completely agree. Or on their glasses and people don't know how to use them. So they become weirdly reflective. Just Try to change your whole setup. Put the time in so it's you're always facing a window, not being faced by the window or like like facing against the window or, or anything so, so like you,
0: that. So like so like you if like you have a desk, you put your desk. In front of a like in front of the window in front of so of the window. you're
1: looking into that sunshine and it's it's giving you nice light instead of the other way around which too many people do they're like oh i want this beautiful light in this room so it's going to light the whole room and now i'm going to look away from the window so it's bright and then you're entirely back way you're like a silhouette i see too many instagram videos of people as silhouettes um so just be smart about yeah. it you know like you can make iphone audio sound okay mm-hmm. if you properly uh, you know make a room acoustic like hang sheets from the ceiling if you have to or just mm-hmm. choose a room in your house Your basement is typically a good or place a closet. Or a closet is always yeah. the best because there's so much stuff in it that those audio waves are gonna bounce everywhere mm-hmm. And it's not gonna so you know, that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. just try to be smart about it Don't invest a lot at the very beginning. Yeah, or think that you do because there are too many people I know who invested that thousand dollars into one camera And their content sucks because that's the only, they did not like try to split Mm -hmm. that between different things or they didn't try to learn about it before upgrading any of your equipment, try to really outdo your current equipment. I didn't upgrade to Final Cut Pro until an editing software until I absolutely exhausted iMovie. Like I could not do what I wanted to do in iMovie. That
0: is, that is, that is such phenomenal advice. Like you want to max, like that's literally the same thing with software. Oh, yeah that's oh, that's yeah. that is like really for like what, what I'm building with ocean it's like you literally want to exhaust the website until it's so painful yeah like um, with Airbnb they they had this thing where they wanted they realized that no one's renting these apartments and stuff because no one the picture sucked. the pictures were just terrible they look like there's like this hole in the ground even though it's a nice property Uh but so they literally started going and driving to places that were airbnb and taking pictures themselves and then doing them that's cool and then they started connecting with and then they did that so much until they could then hire photographers to go do it and that's what i'm going to start doing with the item pictures because that's one of the biggest things that i've seen with with products like people suck at taking pictures That's of like products. Yeah. It's like everything is like, oh, here's my shirt on a shirt rack in the right. and everything's in the background. It's like, product photography is tough. <laughs> it is, yeah. Oh, also, awesome. so what, what? What? How would you recommend kind of like starting with that as well? Like, how would you take it? Like, let's say you just have an iPhone, but the, like because right. the iPhone camera. Also, that's what I want, I was hoping that you would you would say because iPhone camera is actually pretty good, yeah. right? No, yeah. You you told me that like previously that yes. the iPhone camera is no, pretty solid. No, especially the
1: new the new iPhones. The oh, reason yeah. I don't upgrade my iPhone, I still have an iPhone eight, is because. Like it literally would compete. It would be the exact same camera as my low end DSLR. So I would either bring my phone or my DSLR and I already have the DSLR. So mine is well not upgrade, but like literally they are as good. You can say like you want a blurred background like that looks professional to people. You're going to get that on your iPhone because it has such a big uh, iris. So anyway, these, these, yeah, all this equipment is all about just learning how to utilize it to Mm -hmm. the best. So for lighting, literally for product photography what I'd recommend is like make a box like or just the smallest space that you can make it the simplest background as possible and then the softest light possible so either use as much window light as you can or if you have just lamps like shoot them through a white cloth or something that'll just make it so that light softly just it, like goes around the yeah. product
0: and, I, and i'm and i'm sorry i'm just i'm gonna speak up for all us uh photography Please. idiots um <laughs> that have no idea what soft light means like what does that mean to have a soft light
1: definitely so just like if is that like look, yellow or like, no like yeah. not even in in tonality that's just in the uh in the way that it that it looks so think about have you do you know like film noir like those movies from like the 50s of the the uh, like detective films yeah like the hey i'm going to get this, hey, oy, this Maltese boy falcon Oi, governor <laughs> yeah. 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 so all of those that see? are supposedly dark like you yeah. see very harsh shadows around mm-hmm. people's eyes yeah. or whatever that never really makes products look good unless you're trying to be very mm-hmm. uh, dramatic with it but it shows off too much detail like part of it half mm. of it is so dark so what you really want is light that's been diffused so the light waves literally go from like a single strict beam to then being like a a large mm-hmm. uh thing that's why the sun is perfectly diffused because it's through such a a large thing actually like the depends on stuff yeah, the atmosphere exactly yeah. the atmosphere is the diffusion mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, that's crazy. I was not expecting to talk about the so, sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about YouTube
1: videos. <laughs> sorry. So, well, yeah. actually, yeah. the only time that the sun is diffused, I totally misspoke there, is like during golden hour. That's why you hear. Yeah, that's why golden, golden so hour is so important. Yeah. And that's why, you know, why does the sun look orange? Because it's going through the atmosphere. So it's all that, whatever it is. So And that can be literally a white sheet that you get. Don't look it up on photography websites. You're going to pay so much for white cloth <laughs> so yeah. just get like because it's photography cloth. It's, yeah it's, that's oh, all is that awful. is
0: all freaking
1: branding oh yes and that's, almost all that stuff i, oh, yeah. I love jerry rigging setups even when i have the money to to get something oh, dedicated yeah. it just feels like such a waste oh, to man. do those things and okay so above us yep. right now i have a china ball around one of my lights which mm-hmm. is just this paper ball you've seen it in any yeah. chinese restaurant or anything i got it for three dollars shipped for free and you can put that around any bulb and it'll soften it like 200 times so literally just we are
0: gonna go out and I'm literally gonna go buy it yes buy one of those. do it and yeah, so for sure
1: so that's it there's that and then if you do bring up like warm versus cool light Sun is cool light like mm-hmm. that is by definition a, a cooler tone that's gonna make your products generally look the best mm-hmm. especially because that's what most cameras e- most easily can compensate yeah. for so just try to shoot during the day or with like oh a, a cool bulb that's been diffused. That's that's the biggest thing. I yeah. like especially when you're starting off with product, really just do shoot during the day by a window. <laughs> that's going to be very very helpful. That's
0: really smart. Cuz also I want to start like packaging stuff like to just put out as content be like, "Hey, Definitely. here's here's a tutorial on how to take a picture of a shirt." Like be like, "This is how you take a picture of a shirt and make it look neat." Definitely. Like, that's going to set yeah
1: set whoever does that apart so much just putting in the time to learn those basic things mm -hmm. that nobody thinks about is so important you
0: can just buy like poster board from the freaking dollar store for like four bucks and make a little box you
1: know that's a good point you can you can also if you have a harsh light like a lamp that's really powerful Mm -hmm. get a poster board for super cheap bounce that light so aim it directly at that when it bounces back it's going to do that same thing as shooting through uh you know any sort of cloth or anything and it's going to still be almost as powerful so So, yeah you can just
0: dang that's so cool just be
1: creative about it you know there are so many so many thousands of videos on there that you could watch for five minutes and you could learn how to be above at least 50 percent of other people
0: oh yeah for sure and especially if you're trying to do anything business related like if you can make your videos just look a little bit better just over time so i'm just also i'm curious what did you just do with the with the, with the soundboard
1: <laughs> i turned myself down a little bit because my audio waves looks <laughs> like too much
0: oh yeah that's that's so cool i'm gonna I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions out of the podcast about that i've because i'm like i think also just podcasting stuff is so cool and i think the audio form is just so awesome it's
1: so Jeez. fun if you can get excited about yeah. all these little parts oh, then yeah. that's so awesome and, I, and I, I just love,
0: love I freaking love learning like okay also next question yes so what what is your favorite thing you've
1: learned in 2020 oh man you know i think my favorite thing yeah. for college i had a lot of team yeah. projects going on right when everything was shut down like i was in the middle of so many projects and i was the leader of like three different teams mm-hmm. learning how to facilitate conversation over mm-hmm. thanks man over um over you know teams or zoom is so difficult and getting people yes. to actually yes pay attention and also like put effort in For some reason And It's like a psychological thing When we went online mm-hmm. All Every other member of the team Stopped Put it They put half as much effort As they did before Just cause I feel like You're almost behind that Like You're almost anonymous At that point Cause if you Like you can't look that person in the eye and be like, you need to do this. They can just be like, oh, I didn't check my phone for a couple of days, so I'm not going to put effort into this. Otherwise, you'd be forced to be in class. So yeah. it was learning how to be a leader online and really communicate effectively online. And even just presenting ideas and presenting video content or presenting anything. And what I learned was you can conduct almost any business online just as well as you could in person. It almost negated... and. There's so many interesting things here because yeah. for a long time I was like, oh, I want to meet every one of my idols for coffee. Yeah. And then I thought – and I met a couple people that I had always wanted to because I would be like, do you have time for a 10-minute Zoom call? And I could yes. really reach way so more big. people. Yeah. And I honestly, over the over time, I felt like I was getting as much value from those conversations as I would as yeah I was in person. So. Yeah.
0: It, man, it was it, – that was another really freaking hard shift for me because I'm so – I'm so personable in like, I just, I love, I love like hugging. I'm, I'm a wrestler. (laughs) Like I'm a really touch based person. Yeah. Like I, like I love like getting that, getting that Mm -hmm. handshake, bringing in like that, that stuff. And then shifting to be like, Oh, I got to go walk six feet away from this person Mm -hmm. or like got to wear a mask and that stuff. It's, it's, it's it's hard. It's definitely a shift.
1: It is. You have to learn how to express yourself in the words that you say and the actions that you take more so than the, the, uh, the looks on your face. Which is so interesting. Yeah. And like I I have
0: to like also a lot of the crap I learned with like body language kinda you it's harder to totally throws it
1: out the window. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's it's like a
0: lot a lot of those tells are just so hard. And this this stuff especially I'm I'm really glad that you had that that lesson of like freaking the I I, like there's this there's this concept in this book that I I just read called The Innovators. It's like about all this computer like why like how innovations happened in computing. Yeah. And with all of it what ended up happening is they talked about the biggest innovations that have happened have happened when this like like the the filmmaker meets with the product person yes. or the photographer meets that. with the branding executive like those intersections is where mm-hmm. a lot of the best innovations happen and it's really it's really hard to have a lot of those conversations happen when you just are on zoom and that's something that i've totally realized is that it's just it's it's t- it's a, at least tougher sorry you maybe i was yeah. just gonna say yeah
1: it's um to me I understand why it's Mm -hmm. tougher, but it's sometimes easier because you can connect to such a Mm -hmm. larger network that you can find people that are totally outside of your domain that would still be willing to talk to you. Oh, for sure. So in a way, you can really facilitate that to be like, usually those people that you're like, they will never want to like sit down and hang out with me. They'll probably be okay with a 15 minute Zoom call because that's such low commitment. They're already on their computer. Yeah. And
0: I I had literally, I pulled a freaking ridiculous meeting. A, a stupid meeting with yeah. a venture capital person. That's so cool. Just because I saw that they were available on LinkedIn for a fifteen-minute freaking uh, like oh, Zoom man. call, and I just messaged them and I said, "Hi, I love what you're doing. I think you're really cool. I have a startup that I'm about to start fundraising for, and I'd love to just hop on a Zoom call mm-hmm. and see what stuff you're looking for in a company." And the and. Almost every single person I asked first of all said yes and then I pulled some pretty crazy Zoom calls that I yeah. got. I got a lot of input. That was like just a lot of free advice. I knew exactly yes. what benchmarks are they looking for. They're looking. So then I, I'll, I'll just tell you guys um, yeah. to bring value. Um, so they're looking for user growth, um, revenue. They don't care about okay. profitability and they want to make sure that they have something that can grow and scale really quickly. Mm. That's what they really want and it's it's a it's really hard for someone to invest in something pre-revenue. They're okay with investing in something pre-profit, but pre-revenue is really kind of sketchy for a startup at least. Yeah. But yeah, I freaking pulled pulled that and this person's invested in freaking billion dollar right. startups and here's freaking me some 19-year-old idiot from Colorado Springs that like just yeah. dropped out of college like three weeks ago to start my <laughs> company. I ended up pulling some crazy meetings.
1: And, Dude, that proves my point so perfectly. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe that it's taken yeah. until something like this happens yeah. to realize that potential. At yeah. least for me. I totally oh, didn't before. Same
0: here. And 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 it was – it just – I think it's really big. And I've always I, – always, I like, never had the fear of, like, asking. But it's always, like, I just never thought about, like, putting the, exactly. the two and yeah. two together. I think also if you – like I have this thing where if like you like let's say you want to like do a t- like an interview with like some person that's super big on TikTok for like mm-hmm. the podcast because I think both of us would really want to yeah. do that like oh, yeah. we go get like a freaking Addison Ray mm-hmm. like because also if you look at the monetization that's another thing I want to talk about with the podcast like like right now like for me I have the anchorization the anchor sponsorship anchorization and whatever freaking shut up. <laughs> anchorization of my monetization strategy. And uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm making sure (laughs) forget I have the the anchor like just the default sponsorship and it's like it's a it's a it's $15 CPM. Do you know what the Mm -hmm. CPM is? Yeah. yeah. Like so it's like that's pretty good. So that means if you have a podcast that gets a hundred k listens period. And they like if you get that that makes you make a thousand five hundred dollars per podcast. That's incredible. And if you can pull like some crazy shit Admittedly, like you go get like a Charlie D'Amelio and you have a conversion rate of Mm. like, oh, yeah, less than 1% of her audience on freaking TikTok. If she just goes on and says that, you could probably pull like 15 grand in terms of streams, especially because. I think so many people would love to hear about like how is she dealing with hate? How is she dealing with all of this stuff? How is she marketing herself? And like, what did she go through an agency? Like that information, mm-hmm. I think, is so valuable to people. And you can just pull some cr- yeah. crazy stuff with that. With the thing you're talking about, just 15 minute Zoom call, right. you could have them
1: on the podcast for 15 minutes. Oh yeah, and you could get so much and
0: so much value.
1: And, and like, and it's was... a win for them too because they're getting to put out exactly. more content in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. all press is good press like oh. that is that is so important and not even just reaching out to people but even just doing your work like i found as a filmmaker i was able to get more gigs than ever i actually yeah. worked on more freelance gigs than ever last year because i worked on a bunch of different businesses who wanted online videos to be made yeah or or things like that and i think that was also an incredible revelation there that like just because you're not mm-hmm. in person with somebody doesn't mean you can't make any content or oh, yeah or even just do your normal work. In fact, I, I think a lot of people aren't going back to work even when it's going to be open because they oh, for enjoyed sure. working at home and they realize it worked for them.
0: Yeah, and and that's that's a big shift. And also, if you read the Four Hour Work Week, Clay, <laughs> freaking I need to, Clay. Man. No, you're fine. I'm just giving I'm giving you crap. <laughs> but no, I need to. No, no, it's really good. So he talks about like you can move that, and then automate a lot of your time and save a lot of time working mm-hmm. from home because you don't have the the water cooler talk. Oh gosh, I just got a hiccup. <laughs> You don't have that water cooler talk and the wasting of your time going to 16 stupid meetings right. a day and all that stuff. You can kind of automate that stuff away. Um,
1: I'll add on really quick to yeah. to that first question, which is what would you do with that $1,000? Oh, yeah. Delegate anything that you don't think that you're going to be able to pull off in any form. So it's kind of like yeah. what I was saying, try and pull in favors, but like yeah. even more so if you don't think you want to do something or yeah. you're going to really suck at it, then literally just delegate it. That try it t- first. P- try it first. Well, yes, try no, that's a, great, yes. That is a, <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great point. If, yeah. you tr- if you try it you don't like it yeah. or it's not working out for you or you're yeah. putting more time mm-hmm. into that than actually doing your own craft. Yeah. I think that's where it becomes yeah. toxic. So maybe instead of putting that like, you know, three months of learning how to edit video mm-hmm. into like, hundred dollars that you found one of your friends would do it for yeah do that
0: yeah yeah like i i, I still i really want i want you for a week really bad to just document we <laughs> walk it literally i i want to like get one of the 200 hundred dollar wearable mic and i want you to film me walking in and talking to business owners and just me pitching and just show like hey i don't win all the time like here's someone saying mm-hmm. f you jason you suck get out of here <laughs> like i i would i think just documenting that would be so cool and just like freaking having that being like hey just that'd be so cool I would yeah. i just make a crap ton of content I think it'd be that'd be so document good document
1: everything document and everything there are so many people who I know who are like oh, oh yeah. I don't like Instagram because it only shows the perfect slice of people's lives and I'm like well then you've change not that see, you've not seen yeah. my freaking content then <laughs> <laughs> right no I think it's so important to share failures that oh, is oh my gosh well, and your successes there's no problem yeah. in, in sharing a yeah. big success you had I just think sharing the whole picture the is process. really is really cool yeah. everybody loves a process story oh, yeah it's that is so so good. much more i mean just in marketing what's the number mm-hmm. one thing you learn is telling a story and if, yes. you, if you have a story of failure and then success that's going to be so much more powerful than just success because nobody's going to oh, care yeah. or be invested
0: that's so that's so important in like showing that like every little baby step that you get oh i just dropped my pen <laughs> um
1: see jason's making baby steps right now He's yeah, learning I just to just to drop yeah i just dropped my pen i just
0: Stop making fun of me! You're, bull- You're a bully, Clay.
1: I'll walk myself out
0: <laughs> of your own house. Yeah, also, okay. you said, "Oh, thanks for having me." I'm at I'm at Clay's house right now. <laughs> it's true, we're sitting it's true. Here at Clay's house in no, front of the
1: podcast. Oh, thanks, so much. <laughs> thanks for having me my, to my table. I haven't sat here in weeks. I haven't sat here since since a couple minutes since ago.
0: thirty seconds ago. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> a little bit. Oh yeah, um so another question I really wanted to ask you. So like uh like how like like how how like lo- like long does it is it does it take you to kind of go from like oh I have an idea for a video or like where do you think you find a lot of the ideas for videos that you make or pieces of content? Like how do you how oh how do you like
1: figure that out? You know, that's always such an interesting question because for a long time I would say and I still do it's based on the stories that happen to me in real life. If if I'm doing something and I'm like, oh, that could be an interesting piece of content, or even if I'm just about Mm -hmm. to start doing something, I think that's when I come up with it the most. I was going to edit this short film, I had to, for a class. In like five hours because we had totally procrastinated on the project so I was like what if I documented my process of editing this entire short film in five hours like that's that's where I got that it's just whenever I think that Mm. something would be interesting to share or whenever I think something is valuable to look back on that's my biggest thing that's why I love creating video like about my life like Mm. vlogs are so awesome just because the content is your experience is your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's been my favorite there. And then when I do come up with these ideas, you know, in the shower or whatever, yeah. I always, I write down everything. I have thousands written down. Um, I think, it really is important to start right away, it, at least a little bit, if it's important to you or mm-hmm. if you really think it's a valuable idea, because there are so many in there that I just have never started on, yeah. and I think it, it just kind of goes away with the wind, you oh, know? Yeah.
0: Like what so, we were talking about like with uh, like the you try you starting the podcast. It's like you had the idea oh, like like six months ago, and then and I still remember... Oh, told,
1: way more than six months oh, ago, dude. yeah. I recorded my first episode of my podcast last February, and I had been planning... Yeah for like literally six (laughs) months before that. So it's been literally two years and I still haven't made any content. Of course, I'm blaming COVID just a little bit for that, but at the same you should blame time, yourself. I could have figured Extreme it Clay. Dude, I should have, man. I yeah. could have used Zoom. I could have <laughs> figured it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. the biggest thing. Is, uh,
0: audio does suck over Zoom. Like I definitely, I definitely think what we're, what we're doing. I just sound have bad internet. So good. I have bad internet. Oh, that's internet, true. So I can't. Like you can I, drive to you, you can drive to Starbucks, Clay. That's it. That's let a, me tell you,
1: if you're okay <laughs> you as as a as a freelancer <laughs> yeah. living in Black Forest, Colorado. Mm-hmm. When I am in, like, the swing of things, when I have the most clients, in December, Mm -hmm. probably 20 days in December, I drove to the local community college so I could upload content or download content to
0: work on. That's what I've had to start doing because I've been bumping through, like, I was, like, like, I remember, like, my mom was, like, we've used, like, like, like 70% more (laughs) internet over the past week. And I was, like, oh, yeah, that might be because I uploaded, like probably 13 hours of content yes. no, it's, it's a <laughs> so grind. it's like it's crazy yeah like it, and that's and that's the thing is like i like that was like i think one of the biggest things i like i try to go from idea to thing as fast, fast as, you, as you can As it's like great. it's literally yeah. i try to think about it as like a race against myself it's like mm-hmm. man imagine if i could go make a podcast today and then I was like how would i do it and we're like, how can I make like a, a cool video that I would like to watch you today? You'd
1: start right now. <laughs> You'd
0: start like at this exact second. Yes. And I also it's like like if I if I have an I like I try to go to idea to starting. Even if it's even if I just like do like five minutes, like I have a five minute rule that I try to do. Yeah. Like if there's great. something that I real that really sucks and I really don't want to do, I say I'm gonna do it for five minutes. And after five minutes, I can quit. I can yeah, quit and exactly. stop going.
1: And that's, I mean, that's kind of like the Pomodoro technique of, of like studying or working on Sorry, what was that word again? Uh, Pomodoro. It's this guy who, he created this timer. um, I think that's how it was named, but it's basically working in 15 or 20 minute chunks Mm -hmm. and then taking a five minute break every 20 minutes or whatever. It's that sort of style. And the point of doing that is, so, okay, 15 minutes, that's such a low commitment, even like five minutes. And if you're really into it, you're going to want to do more than that. Yeah. If you get into a groove, and that's what I'm. You I've get found. into a flow state. Like if you, yeah, you totally get yeah. into a flow state if it's something that you care about and it's oh, something yeah. that you're you're finding value in. Or excite,
0: excites you. Yes. yes.
1: Anything that excites yeah. you. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing with creating content. It's a hundred percent just get it out there. And mm-hmm. I have told Jason this so many yep. times all night, but mm-hmm. creating daily content is so big for that because yeah. you're forced to come up with that idea every day and then make it. Like you have to make it. And if it sucks, that's okay, because you learned from it and Mm -hmm. you moved on, but you made that idea and it's out there. And that's so valuable. I just cannot stress Mm -hmm. enough how important it is to just get it out there. If you have an idea for a picture, just post it on Instagram, take it and try it. And if it doesn't do well, that's okay. It's there.
0: Yeah, it's it's like something that makes me really sad is that there's so many like models on Instagram that, that like do like photography on the side and then they mm-hmm. get really discouraged when, you know, that picture only gets like 60 likes. And then the picture of them in like a swimsuit gets like 4,000. Yeah. They feel like, oh, I only can do this thing because that's what the market deems as that's valuable. It's like I, I, I think the most valuable thing is by just trying it. And then if it makes you happy, keep posting. It. Mm-hmm. Like I made I made a really stupid video because I was wearing a beanie in my hoodie. And I was like, "Oh, I kind of look like Eminem." And, I, and then, I, and I was like, I made a little TikTok, and I was like, "Well, that's an awfully hot coffee pot," and, then, and just filmed that as like a like a seven second video. Yeah. It has two views. Every other video has now hit like three hundred views. That's so funny. And it was
1: so weird. And it's like, well. I thought it was funny. Listen, man, it's the stuff that you think is going to do the best that doesn't. Oh, for sure. The amount of times I've put weeks and months of effort into a YouTube video totally flops. I make a video in like half a day and it gets thousands of views. It's always so frustrating. Oh, my gosh.
0: Have you ever seen the video of like the sitting on the toilet vine lady?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. That's what I always think about. It's like
0: I wonder if that person realized that that would make her like a million dollars. No, no. She was like – Nobody
1: could. Sitting on the toilet – Right,
0: that's so funny. It's <laughs> you so, can never know. In it's fact, so funny. if you're
1: going towards yeah. something, if you're going toward making content, you're going. This is going to be my big break. You might be doing it wrong. You should yeah. be doing it by going. This is the best thing I have made, or this is what I think or, I or, want to make right and now. And
0: Honestly, the thing is, it's like if you think everything's going to be the best thing you've ever made that's that's totally not true yeah. like even freaking like christopher yeah. nolan oh like, no
1: it's so true and it's like, in fact yeah. i think i yeah i don't love that statement that i made yeah. because i think that how does dare put you a, yeah. yeah oh man that's
0: what we're gonna clip we're gonna clip only that cut <laughs> <laughs> everything else <Dang> it, man. <laughs> no but
1: it, like something like wedding films that's been yeah. a tough one because mm-hmm. it's so formulaic making those yeah. it's so much harder to make each one of those better than the last, because they wow. all end up being very similar. So if you yeah. feel like I this one has to be better than the last one, yeah. you're gonna be so discouraged. Or if you're comparing
0: your your current work to previous work and That's you're like oh, this so hard. Yeah. yeah.
1: So how how is like
0: filming what like like wedding videos and like how do you how do you kind of like go into the process of like doing that? I'm just like curious. I think the biggest thing yeah. that you can
1: do is really know the bride and groom really well. So you mm-hmm. know exactly what they do. I have like two meetings mm-hmm. with them beforehand and like what do you talk about? Um, honestly, I like to talk about what, how they met, what they're like as a couple, what their favorite things are to do together. That mm. sort of stuff is way more important because you learn not only just the vibe of the video they want. If they want it yeah. to be country themed or whatever, that's what Or like stuff. goofy or like or just, really romantic. Yeah, do they like and... it to be very classy? That's what their vibe is. Or do oh, they yeah. want it to be very sentimental or like vlog-ish, just like very real raw yeah. moments and kind of yeah. crazy. You know, that's really important to learn. And you can learn a lot about that based on their personalities. Also, learning how you fit in at the wedding. Some people Mm. want you to be like a ghost. Like, they don't want you to participate or be in anything. Or some are like, yeah, interview my bridesmaids just to, like, learn about – like. What, what advice do you have for the lovely couple? That sort of stuff is fun yeah. for some type of content. And sometimes it's not so
0: or like what's your most embarrassing memory with the right, groom yeah, or whatever. That's, that's yeah, sort
1: of, yeah. Just stuff. really thinking out of the box yeah. there. Do you want to emphasize an animal that you have there? Is there a cat that's just at the, at the venue that you think yeah. was a fun moment there or there's just so many different yeah. things that you can do with that. And then after that, I'd say, uh, I don't know. Try and think outside the box a little bit because mm-hmm. there's so many wedding films that are exactly the same. I tried yeah. to like even small things. I made my last wedding film a different aspect ratio than most are, and it was like, oh, this looks different, oh, yeah. and that's cool. So, like this. Yeah. yeah. Also, how do you
0: how do you deal with like like so? I bet there's a lot of like Instagram wedding people. Yes. So do you like uh have like one aspect ratio that's like, oh, this is like if they're sitting down and watching their wedding video, but then here's this video of them dancing that's in the oh yeah that Instagram I, thing partially.
1: I mean, yeah. so not much with wedding videos because yeah. most of my clients don't tend to like market their wedding as much. But I know a lot. Of oh, people I know a do. bunch of people what that I, do. Yeah, that's what I, I'm thinking for about. sure. Yeah. And what I will say about that. Get married is, for clout, you know? Yes. Oh. Yes. That's, the, that's that's the only reason to get married. Every high schooler. <laughs> but uh I know, right? It's crazy. It's crazy oh, so, like people seventy like, percent of seeing, my class. Yes. From my tiny little school is married at this point. No way. That's cat. There are over like probably 20 people I know in my high school out of 99. I only had 99 in my class. Whoa. Anyway, that is whack. It's crazy. But as far as that, did you have any wedding videos for them? I'm just out of curiosity. Oh, yeah. That's how I started. In fact, so as far as I'll just throw this in there, the way that I've gotten almost all my gigs at the beginning of Mm -hmm. any style, like either a corporate video or just a wedding or a music video Mm -hmm. is. The people network. who are in your network first. Mm-hmm. Do one for really cheap or for free. In fact, that's a big piece of advice. Do things for free when you start. Don't shy away from that there are mm-hmm. too many people who think that yes. it's like I I want to be really valued for my work I'm putting so much but you don't have a name for yourself or anything and yeah. it's going to bring you just as much value as $200 would in that first beginning so oh, just do for it sure. for free and then slowly work your way and, up and, and
0: especially if you can get a testimonial if you say you know what hey I'd love to do exactly. this for free for you and I'd yeah. love if you could just talk about like the process and hey if there's anything that I could have done better just like let me know so I can yes. fix it for next time being
1: so open with clients is being huge. very
0: open I, yeah and also what I was thinking about is like whenever like when you when I just found out that you had a YouTube channel like I was like oh my gosh I'm going to send everyone I know that like does video or movies or whatever out to my friend Clay because I'm like you're just you're putting it out and you're grinding yeah. <laughs> and I respect that and I think that's a lot of people want like I, I want to see you win really bad and I'm gonna do everything in my power to like get you if like if I can get you in with my grandpa editing a movie I'm gonna try to or Amazing. if I can get Thank you, you by the way. yeah pff, my pleasure dude I re- you you did a, you freaking delivered bro like <laughs> well, see- you you had you proved yourself and now you have like you now you got IMDb credits and mm-hmm. all that stuff in your start and then if for whatever you want to do you can say hey I'm a I'm I'm a filmmaker and and like if you like if I'm listening to an ad and I'm like I have a chance to say okay this person's made 70 it's like 7,000 ads like they have a lot of experience or there's a guy that's worked on a movie I'm actually more drawn to that person that has a movie in order to make my ad because yeah far more because I hate most ads I -hmm. think almost anyone can agree most of the ads you see suck and there's like Four, five in a year that you see that you're like, oh, that was a good ad. And
1: then you might even buy the product then. And I think yeah, always that's because they tell a story that you can connect yes. with. Yes. Or it's funny. And that's, and, it's entertaining. Why, and that's the story in itself. And that's yeah. why I think you might trust people more in a movie situation because you're yeah. like, oh, they know how to entertain people. And they you know really, how to yeah. make
0: a freaking story instead yeah. of thinking it's like,
1: oh, Oh, I just am, I'm trying
0: to you know th- show the the value market statement of mm-hmm. this product and you know about what they yeah it's like I think if you get too much into that it just it sucks and the yes. content's terrible. So yes, like, every
1: business that I yeah. that I make videos for, I ask them so. More like personal questions when yes. I meet them rather than. So, how much success have you found in this restaurant compared to other restaurants in the area? Oh, yeah. What's it, your market you know,
0: capitalization rate? What's your what nobody
1: cares? No one,
0: no one cares. It's about it's like, why do you buy, why do you love Coca Cola? It's because they, right. they sell like a, a happiness and this sort of like joy. Mm-hmm. And so. it's
1: the whole vibe, and oh, the, and the whole customer experience. In and the general. car is really cool. Just yeah. Every, oh yeah, oh
0: the red Coca Cola can. It's so
1: good, and yeah. only they can do it. You know, like there's so many. You mm-hmm. have to find that that uh, that signature thing that pretty much only you can do.
0: Yeah. Man, um, that was that was so good. Yeah, I, yeah, because I, I I literally wrote down referrals as like a thing I wanted to, like to tell you about because I just wanted to say that that's so cool. And when you when you're consistent, and that's what mm-hmm. I totally respect because you are freaking when you're seven years old you're doing this thing and you're still doing it now. It's like you have that consistency, and that's the thing is like with people with me, it's like I know that I'm freaking swinging the axe with my business every day. Right. Like even when when everyone's watching me, I'm doing the same thing when no one's watching me, and like mm-hmm. when like in. It's, it's about kind of swinging the ax and just putting in reps. Yes. And it's like, I think every day is like a new at bat is like how I look at it. It's like, there's a chance that I can win today and I can do really good. I think you probably look at the things the same way. It's like every day is an opportunity, right? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. I always look at that. I I feel like everything, if you're not feeling challenged by whatever you're taking mm-hmm. on then you might be looking at it wrong or you might be in accepting mm-hmm. the wrong things yeah
0: and I, and I think if you look at every problem as an opportunity i know it sounds super cliche <laughs> but it's like i think it's really real in that you if you like it's like man this is an opportunity i can prove myself that i can do something really difficult Dude,
1: seriously no and even maybe not even difficult but just new like one of my yes. clients asked me do you animate logos and i was like Yes, <laughs> when I never <laughs> had before, I just looked at them and I said that's confidently, so "I do." And that night, I spent so much time figuring out how to do it. Like that is such a—it's a Richard
0: Richard Bronson thing. It's like yeah, you figure it out later. It is. Yes, yeah, it's so good. That is awesome. So that's that's, that's gangster gangster the biggest thing. Just I like that. provide
1: yeah. more value. Like, I almost want to say. Like, I don't think it's a good thing to undersell and overdeliver. deliver. I really don't love that idea half mm-hmm. the time because you undersell yourself too much. Yeah, I almost say like almost get to the point where you're almost overselling yourself and then deliver right to that. Like yep. try and push as hard as you can because if you're underselling yourself, you're not going to mm-hmm. want to overdeliver at that yeah. point. You know, yeah, then you're value like, yourself at highly. You're I, like, say. I can make you a video that's okay. Right, and And then you make a a great video. I have gotten more clients since I've increased my prices. Like I really have, really, because people don't see it as like, oh, you're going to make me a video for twenty dollars. Then they're clearly not going to try very hard. Like when I was fourteen. But then if if you really value yourself and you go like, I am worth, you know, say you're if you're another filmmaker, I am worth two thousand dollars for this commercial. They're going to be like, oh, then that's the that's a lot of value that I'm investing. Mm -hmm. So that's what you're going to make. And if you can you can validate that with showing your your previous work your portfolio or yeah. even you could go to the extent of going it helped this business grow their sales by 10 percent, sort of all stuff of that, like sort of that stuff yeah
0: that's that is so interesting because that's something that i think like for me it's so weird because i have like all these different things because i i sell luxury products and then i also sell Low, low mar, like low margin volume products, and then I kind of, I kind of wear all these different hats, and then it's so weird because it's like I, I can totally see that happening as being like, yeah, so like I think more people might want to buy the the more expensive thing because they think there's a, hey there's there's guaranteed value there that I'm putting in that then you're gonna get yeah, out
1: for the most part that yeah. is
0: that is so cool and it makes you feel yeah.
1: good as a buyer if you know that you can buy that and you did and you made a smart decision that's gonna feel better yeah. than if you were like I kind of I, I wasted 100 this one bucks. and it wasn't that great yeah and that's interesting as a filmmaker actually I think you get more pressure when somebody's paying $200 because that's probably a lot for them. Like when there's a startup business and they can hardly afford your video, and you're charging them lower than you usually do, which mm-hmm. I end up in this situation a lot. That is a lot for them. Like if they wasted that money, that's mm-hmm. really, that's damaging to what they, the capital oh, yeah. they actually had to spend. But so then you
0: have that ownership of that, right. of and like, this is, I'm, I'm responsible for that. Yeah.
1: And then I'll work yep. for, for big companies where they have, you know, they have so much money to throw around. If they waste a thousand dollars they're not gonna care anymore yeah. like so I think there's definitely a bell curve there it gets very important mm-hmm. again <laughs> once you get to a certain level of of uh, large clients but I think it's important to put the same level of work and same amount of pressure even on those tiny gigs in oh, fact, yeah. I feel that and, more so and, yeah because then you're like
0: that's that's why I think the, like I think we totally relate in this way is like when I'm when I'm pitching to a small business I'm like the, I literally could be the life jacket. And right. I could, I can be that X that could help them, either a save their business or let their business fail. Yeah, and it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, and I and I and. I, I know it's going to sound weird, but I, I love that
1: no, I think and it's I good.
0: love that pressure to put on it because it's like I'm going to deliver for these if mm-hmm. I have to freaking walk through broken glass or whatever. Right. The suffering is that ends up happening because there's going to be – there's you could be editing a video at like 2 a.m. and that, like that's yes. – I, I bet oh, you probably every, have, have every that. Every single client.
1: Everyone. Everyone. Same thing with me. Yeah. It's building relationships too. Yeah. My biggest successes have been if I do something for somebody, maybe it's not a big deal, but then. That relationship i facilitated they liked me enough to refer me to someone else like you were saying or it's just in few in the future their business grows so they ask you back and and then it's a bigger project than it was before
0: then you have that like that client base Mm -hmm. like i was talking about this the other day and it's like the best businesses are the people that buy your product five six seven eight consistently forever like those like imagine that someone like someone really likes you and it's like hey i want to buy two ads from you every single month and forever and that that could happen, you know. Yeah. It's like imagine you, you go you go get like a real estate agent that's like, I want to do like like show showcase who you are, and it's like I want right. two unique ads every single month, and you could do that, and then you ha- then you basically can. St- that's where I think a business is really made is in that. Like that's why I love the subscription model or mm-hmm. whatever because
1: consistent income stream or yeah. consistent stream of at least some sort of a client base. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's why I think the. That's why it's like I think it's really really tough um, for the the product market right now selling literally anything. Yeah, it's because it's very hard to get that can that that it's those untrue. those people repeat find sales.
1: what they what they like from other companies and they're gonna stick with that and it's so hard to break into that.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's and that's why I think there's a big niche and need for this because it's mm-hmm. like you need to be able to market and. All that that jazz,
1: and I love trying to do that with oh, even yeah. big businesses. For some reason, mm-hmm. I always feel loyalty to. Like, I love mm-hmm. Sony for cameras. And for yeah. some reason, I feel very comfortable in going. You know what? Maybe this other camera company is doing a little bit better of a thing right now, but I really like what Sony has done, so I'm going to stick with them for as long as possible. Yeah, that's It me. just feels yeah. good.
0: And that's, that's me with like Dutch Bros. Like, man, I love
1: <laughs> right. They I make it,
0: they got they like they got they got me whipped, dude. And like, I try, yeah. yeah,
1: literally. I I um I try to do that, that and obviously I, I do that with. <laughs> with a lot of yeah. small businesses too but i mm-hmm. think there is no shame in feeling that with a mm-hmm. large business oh yeah that's an interesting topic is yeah. should you feel guilty about supporting large businesses you shouldn't because I,
0: I it's everyone starts at that square one right and and even if even for the biggest of trillion dollar companies like a lot of them are started out of garages or out mm-hmm. of one room offices Hundred and i think that if you, they make a good product and you appreciate it and they're doing a good job i think there's nothing wrong with being a big business i think if you're if you're actively trying to like 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 monopolize right. like I think that that can be bad and I think if you're trying mm-hmm. to like stifle your competition or do stuff like that that's bad I think but I think, mm-hmm. there's no, I think there's nothing wrong with saying I like Coca-Cola so right. I drink Coca-Cola Yeah. I, I just I'm, think that's an important yeah.
1: thing to put out there because oh, yeah. so many people will be like yeah I shop small and then they'll see somebody go to Walmart and they'll be like you are a bad person you are <laughs> Satan you are the
0: worst I hate you yeah
1: <laughs> no I, I and I think that like in terms of and and that's
0: what I was thinking with like with the whole reason and I did what I am doing. Our goal is to make it the most convenient experience to buy from a small mm-hmm. business. Yeah. And I think that that's a good ethos to have, For and, sure. and a great, great business to run. But yeah, that's I think it's really that's really cool. And I think I think branding is also just fascinating. I love I love that process of building a brand from scratch. It's and really fun. Yeah. It's very fun.
1: And I've been doing that. This is funny. I'm yeah. just starting to brand myself. Mm-hmm. For so long, I'm telling all these businesses, you need video content, you need good graphic design, and I don't have any for myself. Like that, I have no that videos myself. That is exactly myself. what I fell so, into. Yeah, yep. it was like, oh shoot, I gotta, I gotta use this stuff on myself and prove yeah. that it actually is valuable. That is one. Of the, <laughs> that is
0: my exact same thing with content. Yeah. I I tell you know every single business should be making five or six or, or seven pieces of different kinds of content per day. As you day. make one a week. As <laughs> I make one a week and I suck <laughs> and I completely drop the ball and then it's like you're i need to be more disciplined and i need to remember we were talking about that pressure right. You gotta put that pressure on yourself and be yeah. like and and also like like don't be like like oh you you should be like it's this really weird relationship that like, i think people people and creators in general have with failure it's like you don't want to like fear it so much that you don't try mm. but you don't want to just act like it's okay that you should just fail all the time right i think of, like, you shouldn't it's this really weird relationship that you have with it failure. Is, it, I think it's yeah. the
1: importance to evolve. Like if you're doing something so hard and it's you're trying so hard to just keep consistent and you post something for 2000 days straight and it's not working, then like that's not necessarily getting you anywhere. Sure you're being mm-hmm. consistent, that's great. Yeah. But evolve, learn what doesn't work yeah. and try to keep trying on different things. Don't yeah. don't stop being consistent, sure. just try to change it up switch like, it up
0: yeah i'm like self-criticize like that's like, that is so important like or i not even get yeah.
1: criticism be open to other criticism oh, yeah that is super hard
0: yeah it is it is very hard and that's something that i've i've got like when people like look at the website they're like hey your website looks really shitty and i'm like you know what <laughs> fair fair <laughs> that's a fair critique <laughs> uh-huh. and i need to fix it and that's something that i if i but if i act like you know you're you don't know what you're talking about you're just right? a hater I know. you're just a hater
1: and it's so easy yeah. it, like say for me i'll have yeah. so many like um, my best friend, hockey player. Yeah, he'll criticize something I do, and I'm like, "Well, well what do you know? You've never made a video. I can't, I'm not gonna trust anything you say." And then I catch yeah. myself, and I'm like, "No, this is valuable advice. Yeah. This is this is a good thing it's to listen super, to." Super. It's a
0: super terrible. Like, there's just such this weird like relationship you have to have with criticism in doing anything that's like outside of the norm. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, they don't they don't understand. Like, it, like for like for me. Like, like, there is not a lot of people outside of like entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs that understand the the pitfalls of entrepreneurship. Right. It, it there is such a massive freaking jump from working in a company and having a little startup within that company mm. and being your own thing. Yes. There's and it's so hard to understand that. So it's like, oh, you think that only only entrepreneurs have any idea of any valuable insight, right. and I and I don't, don't want to hear any advice but then you like go and have a conversation with someone that just is like Taking range,
1: in. man. You it's a range,
0: up. yeah. This is what we were talking about. Yeah. We're, we'll we'll big fans of that book, yeah. So Like, yeah, so read Range by uh, what's David it? Epstein, David Epstein. Yeah, so good. I actually, very good book.
1: It was for a class, one of my classes that was its textbook,
0: and I read it for free at the library place. <laughs> so drop out of college. <laughs> oh
1: man, I paid a thousand dollars low key though. No, oh that's my the worst class I've ever had. I mean, like, every oh, class in, wow. at UCCS is about a grand, it's like 1200, yeah. I think. And yeah, this that's what class it was for me. Yeah. was really awful because it essentially was uh the uh, the professor didn't provide any extra value he was just mm-hmm. like read this part of the book. So, anyway, yeah. not to not to not like to side throw... with you on not going to college. <laughs> yeah, no, to side with me. <laughs> to side
0: college is stupid. No, it's uh, it, it's so weird. I I have a super weird relation with college cuz I think honestly probably like 90% of my employees are probably going to end up going to college just mm. cuz like, well, the things I value is discipline and you have to be pretty disciplined to finish college. And that's just yeah. is like an indicator, right. but I think it's not the end all be all. I think I told you like when I interviewed all the people like at, for sales positions, I interviewed like seven MBAs right. a, as a 19 year old kid, yeah, which is ridiculous. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I think this proved me right in, yeah, in, this, in not, this.
1: I mean, a college yeah. degree, I, I find a lot of value in college oh, and I'm really happy that I'm there. Yeah. But at the same time. It's like what you're saying in our podcast. A college degree does not guarantee instant success. That is the...
0: Yeah, or success, period.
1: It's true. Yeah, you it's can true. be You can be you can have a college degree and be living in your mom's basement until you're 35. Oh, 100%. That's real. I, it's And the thing is, so many people have college degrees. Yeah. This is why yeah. I don't want to just move to LA or New York in, instantly. Yeah. I need to figure out myself out a little yeah. bit more. And this is what I'd mm-hmm. say to other filmmakers or creatives. If you go to those spaces, there are going to be yeah. thousands if not millions that are doing the exact same thing that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so the only, and probably as skilled as you or more skilled, of course there's going to be people that are more skilled. Mm The only way to set yourself apart is through that customer experience or or knowing one little thing that somebody else doesn't or just being able to interact with clients differently Mm -hmm. or doing some tiny thing that's different because it's not talent. At this point, just because you have a college degree isn't going to put you ahead of somebody else. It'll put you on a different list maybe. But then if they also have a college degree, then again, you're in the same spot of not being ahead of anybody else. Yeah.
0: Like I have this thing when I was ranting about college for (laughs) an hour and a half. Uh (laughs) So. uh (laughs) Um, What I was talking about is that um, the thing is, is that when you hire someone, you're looking at differentiating factors. What have you done and what experiences have you had that's different than the other candidate that I'm looking at? College is
1: usually not that. And, you
0: call, and that's the thing is, is I think you don't have that differentiating factor because so many people are going to college and going in all this ridiculous amount of debts. I think if you didn't have a college degree and you said, I've worked on seven films and I'm here to do your ad and here's my previous work, here's these right. trailers that I've made… I am a hell of a lot more likely to hire than you than even someone that might say I went to I went to NYU for what right. like, well, that's like a super prestigious film school it right it is it yeah, is yeah it's uh, like oh I went like, to NYU and I did all my this goal stuff. is to
1: kind of combine that a little bit yeah be like yes I have professional experience in college in marketing classes mm-hmm. and also I've worked on these yeah. films so it's yeah. it's, it's kind like, of like because yeah, no, there are a lot of people yeah. who are going to still look for a college degree mm-hmm. like I would love to work partially like I I look at things like at BuzzFeed or places like that. I yeah. think those are fun companies to work with yeah. out of the gate. And they all look for a bachelor's degree in something.
0: Which uh, and, is interesting. And the thing is is I think you can you can pull some mad crazy shit. That's that's what the thing I I think people don't realize. If you have a YouTube channel, like Gary V talks about this, he's like, you have a YouTube channel, you're putting out content, you're making great videos. Imagine you're like, here's I'm doing a blind taste test and you're making buzzfeed type content and right. you're showing you're doing it at scale and at nauseum, you are gonna kick that person's ass that has a mm-hmm. film degree. And and that's just that's just the reality. And I know what like if I'm gonna hire like a film guy to go like say, let's say document Jason hustling or whatever, like <laughs> being like my D-Rock, yes. which is what I yes. what I really want eventually at some point like yeah man yeah oh fuck <laughs> yeah sorry yeah so now it's an exclusive podcast damn it i think i think it's pg-13 i only get one <laughs>
1: dude i i yeah. want to get to a point honestly yeah. that i just put that e mark on every podcast <laughs> so there's no pressure
0: <laughs> so then you are like oh uh, it doesn't I, I, yeah do I, i'm just being super honest but yeah i'd love i'd love that like that's why i want to do it for a week that'd be so sick um yes. i do, we should do that at some point i like i wanted i want to literally take a i want to drive colorado springs and i want to go to denver and i want to go to fort collins and i want to like sh- document like hey here's me in the freaking van this is what we're doing mm-hmm. this is crazy that's shit great. like i think this is just awesome content and being like holy crap, is this guy literally sleeping in his van because he, he doesn't want to buy an Airbnb? <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, I am. I'm here to freaking help your business because I'm going to Dude, the only reason I you.
1: don't like this idea is because if I'm there with <laughs> you, you're, I'm also sleeping in no, the van. No,
0: put, we're putting Clay up in the hotel. I'm <laughs> yes. sleeping in the van. Yeah, there we Stoicism, baby. That's how we do it. <laughs> and you're paying for the Airbnb, right? Okay, yeah, hell yeah. I got you. <laughs> no, uh, man, it was just... That was so. That was such a good tangent. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Oh yeah. So when we're talking about that, it's like that's a big differentiator, and mm-hmm. that's what I'm. Gonna, that's what I'm going to look for. And what you want to find is people that fill in these gaps. Yes. So like one of the things I, that book Range talks about is being able to connect these things that aren't connected. Yes. Like for me, I want to connect this content creation, social media piece with this business piece, and do that. And then I want to be able to connect this entrepreneurship piece and this startup. That's huge. All that stuff with tech and find these kind of weird things or like being a tech startup but also creating podcasts and helping people create podcasts and yes. create content at scale and helping them get equipment and all that stuff. Like I think I told you I want to, I want to sell a, like a podcast kit because I remember mm-hmm. what I was looking for. I was like I needed like – I had no those idea. don't exist? Yeah. Podcast kits don't exist. Like that package with two mics does not exist. So I want to start a company that just sells that. And that's why I like Ocean because I'm just freaking crazy yeah, entrepreneur guy. You can guy. just do whatever.
1: You can just do freaking whatever you want. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would say yeah. like connecting all yeah. those different things. Yeah. I literally ha- got business advice yeah. through my primatology class where we talked really? about primates. Like we were talking about how…
0: Like uh, human behaviors? or
1: Yeah. Basically is how I yeah. was learning about how humans are the only animal that can think relationally and Mm -hmm. that even in it's that's a meta piece of advice that i got from that because i was thinking relationally about how to think relationally but it's like whoa that's (laughs) trippy how you uh how important it is to connect everything to each other i learned how important it is to create vertical content for clients like vertical video that you can mm-hmm. watch on a phone on portrait by watching igtv yeah, that's and what, hating the little yeah. symbol that says turn your phone sideways nobody nobody's gonna do that anymore yeah make content vertically and make different forms some that's vertical some that isn't that's what like, you that's what you did
0: everything. for the for the ocean ad
1: and i you only did, did it in that because i think almost all your audience is going to be on mobile so it's going
0: to be on mobile on TikTok on yes. instagram on facebook that is it's all vertical. so
1: important and so for all my clients now i offer two versions one is always vertical. Cause I'm like, if you're gonna be marketing this, it's gonna be on Instagram, it's gonna be anywhere on a phone, people at this point, when, Smartphones first came out, they were totally fine with turning yeah. it sideways. But now, even most games are vertical oriented because yeah. people don't like turning it sideways anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, people are just so people. It is so much work to turn your phone sideways. Right. It's so funny <laughs> that that's like a thing. It's like we've got this to this point where it's like I don't want to turn my phone <laughs> sideways in order to watch a video.
1: But the thing is, yeah. you can't make fun of it. You have to go like this is where the audience is at. Yes. I'm going to find you and I'm going to make yeah. content for it.
0: I will make fun of it, but I still will participate. Yeah. Well, see, that's <laughs> Okay. I still will adapt, <laughs> I, but I'll say this is stupid. Yeah. Like that's that's, that's why I think you really have to be in this really weird space because you have to be like, this is so weird that people don't want to go to the store and buy something, but mm-hmm. I'm – I gotta grab that consumer and see this right, trend and capitalize right. on it. Because well, if I don't, then do that
1: with TikTok. Like yes. bringing up TikTok, I know too many people are like, "I'm not gonna go on TikTok. It's so stupid." But I'm like, "Well, you're then you're gonna miss out of then millions this is and millions of people. So billion then, plus downloads, yeah, idiot. That's, that's like, on you. <laughs> the, it, I think it's the fastest
0: app ever to hit a billion downloads. I'm pretty sure. It's crazy because it's just it's getting faster and faster and faster. And also when we look at like music creators that are getting crazy big on tiktok before like you look at driver's license the freaking song is so good first of all i love that song it's amazing it's a bop yeah oh wait what did you say say, it's "It's a bop bop? i think you said i was like it's about and then you just stop talking i was like
1: it's about no no (laughs) no. i was like
0: (laughs) yes clay i'm just (laughs) mysterious
1: man (laughs) just you leave something to the.
0: it's the classic interviewing
1: thing of slowly leaning back further and further so they lean in towards towards you yeah. dominant position yeah anyway. also
0: i'm a, I'm a big fan of like power posing you want to have like very like if you're if you're talking with mm-hmm. like like a client or whatever this is just a piece of advice i think if, if you're really like kind of like like yeah if you're very protecting your vital organs people read up on that that's and why they like feel crossing anxiety. arms
1: is not a good thing to do and yeah. that's actually, I use that sort of stuff yeah. all the time in client videos because mm-hmm. so many client videos have like the owner of the business talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing I tell them, this is why I don't, I hate scripts for those yes. things. Like I do not really write agree. a script, write a series of questions to ask the person that'll lead them into what you think they should say. That's that what is I always do. That is I've phenomenal never written a script. advice. Because when people write a script, they get all, they're like, oh, did I say, a instead of the in that sentence, I screwed it up and they get all awkward. Yeah. There's that. And there's also the like body language being mm-hmm. weird. So if you can just ha- like have a conversation, in yeah. fact, that's why. And, you know, I go back yeah. and forth about this. That's why I think a lot of those videos, they shouldn't even look at the camera. They should be looking at the interviewer. And I think that's okay mm-hmm. just because it still connects with the audience yeah. but it also it's going to connect with the audience just as much as it is like looking eye contact because you can be more comfortable as yes. you're talking to somebody yeah
0: and and that's that's why i know is, I, I know my podcasts are not the pinnacle of anything <laughs> But that's like, I try, I, lie, I write a series of bullet points. Yes. Actually, I, I haven't even, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been writing a series of bullet points. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. What are you thinking about it. I, I was thinking about maybe <laughs> eventually writing a series of bullet
1: points. No, this is good advice. I trust you. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe eventually I'm gonna write a series of bo- no, but yeah, it's like if you can kind of figure out like what topics you want to cover before you hop into mm-hmm. it, that's really good. And, and That's what I did with the college rant. I went through a bunch of bullet points. Nice, um, but I need to do it for the thing because I wanna I want just like start covering topics and all, cause I like I wanna right. I wanna like cover hey. What's happening in the Super Bowl? What are my picks? And like do that yeah. stuff along with talking about business. I think it'd be kind of that. cool and kind of integrating that stuff into like almost like a radio show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that I think stuff like that is so big. And also when you're talking about interviews, it's like I think you as a business owner need to be realizing that you're the brand. And that's like what I've been trying to really emphasize for me. It's mm-hmm. like there's such this connection between me and Ocean connection. Yeah. yeah funny, well,
1: I love yeah. – I forget who said this. We were talking about this like months yeah. ago, which is – this is why you should, as a business owner, take care of yourself. Like if you take care yes. of yourself just physically because you are your business. If you lose your, yeah. yourself, your health, you're going to lose the only asset oh, yeah. that matters to your business. But, oh, for
0: sure. It's and you're the face of it. Like that's something yeah. that I was talking with my dad about because my dad runs um, a company called Connected Health Centers. It's like a chiropractic office. And he's like, Well, if I'm out of shape and I'm overweight, who's right. gonna wanna Nobody's take health advice from me?
1: It's like you only, yep. you only trust a fat chef. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like it's it's like the reverse of that. Yeah. Yes,
0: And that's the thing, is like, man, I've been I've been really like trying to focus on like my health and diet, and trying—I literally say this as I'm, I, just, I just drink a Coca-Cola. That's super, ironic. <laughs> well, yeah, we're both. I, I, that. I, I will, I will point out my hypocrisy, but I, but yeah, but I've been trying. Like I literally worked out today, and mm-hmm. I and I try to do at least at least a hundred push-ups a day. See, and, that's great. And that it's stuff. even
1: just the small stuff. Yeah, even just, just like getting out of that. your house and walking for ten minutes a day is going to be more than oh, nothing. it's yes. It's like yeah, and and as far as what you're saying that you're representing yourself even in the way that you behave yourself, yeah. I love that. Uh, this is the best compliment I've ever gotten from a client mm-hmm. more than anything. Like the quality was so great. That was such creative editing. I had this client say, you know, your photos didn't, cause I did it for a lot cheaper than they usually do. Cause I'm, I don't know the same yeah. photography techniques. I've only ever taken one photo class when I was in like high school and I'm still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But this person said, your photos don't have that same warm glow that the ones that I paid $3,000 for did. But I was myself in the photos. And that made the photos worth so much more than the others. Cause you're a comfortable person to work with. And I trusted what you were making was going to look pretty good. <laughs> so it was like one of those things that I, that's was, so cool. Almost felt like a backhanded compliment. I was a little worried when I first heard that. I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Almost like in my head, I was about to say that. And they were like, but no, this was more valuable. It doesn't matter yeah. that it wasn't perfectly technically proficient. It got the real me. It captured authenticity. Yeah. And that's because I provided a space. I tried to, to make them do natural poses. I didn't have like a series of poses I thought I wanted mm-hmm. them to do that other people did. I let them do what they thought would represent themselves yeah. and their own business the best.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's one of the things for me is like I I want to try to emphasize like that authenticity and being like, hey, I'm like a human. Like yes. I'm not like a, someone that – has everything always figured out and i just I, love I never mess anything up and i'm perfect always and you should you should invest in me because i'm perfect always and if you
1: get in the door with somebody this mm-hmm. is what i love you yeah. learn with them like yeah. as this person that i'm working with starts their business I'm starting my business too. And we're like learning how to help their business at the same time they're learning how to help me. And it's just, it's such an awesome relationship. Those oh, are huge. Oh my gosh. I relate to you so much. I literally feel that because it's like, <laughs> even with a lot of people
0: that are established, like they're, <laughs> And like they're interacting with a massive market shift the same way that I yes, am. Yeah. And we have to find ways that we can collaborate instead of mm-hmm. me trying to be like, I want to win the deal. And this is how yeah. to do it. I yeah. loved
1: going like, from yeah. what I know, this is what's worked for me. I think this will do you best. Instead yeah. of going, if you don't do this, you're making a mistake. Yeah. And, and, like
0: that. it's, and that's the thing is like, who would you rather buy for? That person that says… If you don't make the if you don't make this right. decision right now, you're gonna run, you're gonna you're gonna Regret, die. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. die, like in or whatever. You do that kind of like a, this thing. It's so I have this such weird balance with sales. Is I kind of have these these two hats that I wear. It's like, hey, this is how you could really help your business and how you really could be successful here. Mm-hmm. But also, there is there's a your house is on fire and I'm selling you fire insurance right now. Right, like that's it's a it's a really weird pull, especially with like talking about COVID and at home mm-hmm. deliveries and as like a market shift, it's a very it's a very odd message to communicate. And I think you're probably running the same thing with like selling selling video For instead sure. of like oh here's here's this form of of ad. So like like, right. how, like how, how like how do you sell yourself? I'm just like curious. Like do you do you like go call people and say hey I'd like to do. Editing work for you, or like honestly,
1: it... it's been mainly word of mouth yeah. for what I've gotten so far. But yeah. when I do reach out specifically, like uh, we both own a Pikes Peak Lemonade, yeah. I love Pikes Peak. I got hired so there to hey, do... check, the, check them out, oh, yeah. They're check the, fantastic, check
0: out Pikes Peak Lemonade, great owners.
1: The Chess and Lisa Di Donato yeah. are, are amazing and yeah. great products. And so, what I saw was okay, they have an interesting Instagram presence, mm-hmm. but. Like, if you look at Starbucks, if you look at all these other places, they have these little video snippets. So do you want to be... Do you want to set yourself apart from all the other coffee shops, first of all, in the Springs that yeah. don't have that and kind of legitimize? I usually use it as this will legitimize your business while also letting people see personality because it's really hard to capture personality and product yeah. photos, especially
0: in authenticity because everything's in the mason jars when you're right. doing doing that stuff. And that's that's a trademark and something that I think I think if, you, like if I was going to start a coffee business tomorrow, mm-hmm. like. I, I'm. I think Mason jars are so big. You'd be like, hey, you know, yeah. basically right now we're selling Mason jars for a dollar as well. Um, or you can bring it and we'll fill it up for you. And I think maybe, dude, starting that business in like California, you would you would kill it. Yeah. Like I, I think, I, yeah, I think that that's, I think it's brilliant. I think they should franchise it. I think they could franchise it and make it mobile. And yeah, I know there's, 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 there's just, there's just, there's just my, my unsolicited, my unsolicited business I advice. want to have them on yeah. my podcast. 100%. Oh, saying, I'm going yeah. to. Oh yeah, for sure. I love to just. I want to just also just give a platform for small businesses. You just like promote themselves. And uh, yeah. And then also it's like, Hey, check me out on this podcast. And then you start to grow your audience and then mm-hmm. we can start to get, make our podcast more and more valuable, yeah. which I think is just something that's really, really cool. And
1: that idea that you just brought up was interesting it made me think the most successful videos I've had on my YouTube channel have been ones that I somehow create collaboration Mm -hmm. with somebody Oh, for sure. including like okay so one of my films it's not amazing but I'm still psyched about what it is it was called time and I had as many people as I could there was like 30 people sent in clips I only had like a week to make it so I didn't get as much as I could have but it was everybody sent in clips of them saying what takes up their time and what that did was for the people who watch outside of that group, they go, oh, cool. There's like this whole community. It gives like a, a more broad variety of of uh, just perspectives and everything. And that's kind of what you're saying with the podcast. If you have a yes. lot of different people, it'll get different perspectives. But then it's the same thing that you said. Those people are going to be like, hey, look, I was in this. You yeah. watch this. And you, and, have
0: it, a, and you can get that crossover audience yes, base. That's and that's huge. And there's this really crazy example I want to bring up. So you know Dave, Dave Portnoy, Portnoy from Barstool Sports, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he does a podcast with Josh Josh Richards who is a TikTok kid Hmm. and they were asking him, why in the hell are you doing a podcast with this freaking TikTok kid (laughs) when you run a gambling company, you idiot? And he's like, well, I get a massive value from his audience and that's something Hmm. that I'm missing out on. And he gets a massive value from getting those people that are really into sports or sports betting and they can get – they can re- interact with his content on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or whatever. And that intersection so cool. point is really, really important. And yeah. it's, it's like I think that stuff is that is so undervalued and that's like – like that's why I think Joe Rogan is so phenomenal in mm-hmm. life goal, by the way, I just, I'm putting <laughs> it right now. I, I think I wrote, yes. I think I might've wrote it down. I said, I think when I was 20, I think when I, when I'm 22 years old, my goal is to be on Joe 22. Rogan, 22,
1: 22. Okay.
0: so two years from now, pretty much. All right. Um, so my, it's cause I think if I, if I do this year really well, start scaling, start getting a bunch of businesses, I just talk about like my experience and, and especially if I do the cross the nation with Jason, that's a lot of content yeah. and a way to grow my audience. You know, you should do this yeah. out
1: of your van.
0: That's, is that that's, what the plan that's, is? That's the plan is. And, so is that
1: where I got that idea and I thought I was original? Yeah, probably.
0: No, it's, I, got a, I stole it from frigging Steve-O. Oh, I yeah. Said, holy shit, he does it in a van? It's That's awesome. brilliant. How did I, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> and then I was also like when me, because me and my buddy Sai, because Sai is also mm. helping me. I'm yes. like, we're going to do podcasts literally while we're driving. Okay, cool. Because we have like 13 hour stretches. It's like, yes. What? how could I be productive in this space? And then it's like, we can start recording podcasts, audio, all that stuff while we're driving. Optimize and
1: then, that time. Baby. And then
0: optimize that time, listen to audio books or whatever. Yeah. And then just keep being a sponge and, and just doing all I this stuff. That. Then being really interesting. Like that's my like I have this goal of mine in my life. My grandpa actually told me. He says, "Jason, no matter what you do, don't ever be boring. Don't be boring." Like if you're boring, you're no one's going to want to interact with you. No one's going to want to be your friend. If you're boring, it's not a good way to live. The people that are boring are the people that are afraid to fail. And the people that are bland are afraid to be original because they want to fall into a box, and they feel like they don't have that individuality in their voice. Wow! And yeah. it's and that was probably that man. I should have said that. that
1: is was, an incredible nugget of information. I freaking right should have that made that my amazing. my quote
0: from the last podcast. <laughs> That's but okay,
1: Matt. That's so yeah. important. That yeah. is like. It's the
0: people people that are are boring are the people that are afraid to fail. And they're the people that don't end up doing anything meaningful in their lives.
1: That's an interesting thing. It's like there's such a desire to be a Renaissance man in that way. It's like just try everything and try to be a little bit good at a lot of different things instead of – and then like you can eventually find that one thing. But that's another thing that Epstein was talking about, which was like do you need to specialize – early not at all and if you yeah. on your way on that during that sampling period mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite things he talks about yeah. it's just trying so many different things that's yeah. when you're going to get those most of those experiences mm-hmm. and those interesting things then sure you can specialize on something but you're still going to have these other things to enjoy oh, in the meantime. Oh
0: yeah, and and that's why I really 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 want to try stand up comedy, like really bad. That's Cause, so cool. Cuz I, I cuz I've always been like a goofy guy and I never mm-hmm. take myself too seriously. And I think that that's honestly one of the reason why I think I'm good at really good in sales is because i'm very able to kind of read that and i've always been able I've, I've never been the student that just is like oh i'm gonna go do really good and study on this test i've always been a class clown i never took myself really seriously i never paid attention in class and i've always had that and and i think it's, it might be a little bit because of my add and all that stuff but like i think it's also a little bit because it's like i have this kind of yearning to to be original and That's to so cool. be myself it's 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 like when, when it's it's about doing things not when it's cool but because it's who you are. Like even if even if like tomorrow, like that's what something that's like it's like tomorrow I you get you get a million, you get like 15 million dollars put in your bank account, right? Mm-hmm. It's like would you still make YouTube videos?
1: Right. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right. You And then you'd be able to make even do your second exactly. cooler bit YouTube yeah, video. I would pour all into those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's the thing is like I, that's that's something that my my dad told me is like, "Well, if you if you don't want to do the stuff that you want to do, even when even when stuff's hard, if you had a lot of money, mm-hmm. that, that means you want, you haven't found the, the thing yet. Yeah, yeah. I and love the, that. That's so that's so important, man. And with with everything, it's just it's it's so it's really that's why we talk about this opportunity gap so much. It's because it's like now you can figure out what's your thing. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the thing that you're passionate about that you can go put in the time. Okay, I have another question. So, outside of like filmmaking and all that stuff, what would be something that you want to taste and try?
1: Man, I really want to try music production. Yeah. I love the idea. I've played guitar my whole life and like I'm not very talented at it, but maybe it's because I've been around my dad who's a drummer and yeah. I'm around a lot of musical people. And the other thing is, music drives my films. Like, mm-hmm. that's another thing you say, how did I come up with ideas? 80% of the time mm-hmm. it is through music. Really? Um, That's so interesting. Which is it's an interesting it like it paints the the story narrative i think so beautifully mm. because music can connect to an emotional experience more yeah. than almost anything can and i don't even <laughs> like my the average music i listen to literally doesn't have lyrics because mm. i have gotten I've gotten into that royalty free vibe, which is so cringe to say, but like yeah.
0: after I like classical music after, actually. I, I actually only listened to Beethoven's ninth <laughs> I, Sympathy, I s- those symphony people yeah.
1: But I yeah. But like it's just no, that's fair. I and when I listen to songs with lyrics Did you just hear that too? Yeah, I
0: did. Did we <laughs> just like I max out that. your computer or something?
1: It's working. It's making the things. Okay. Yes. So, okay, so for you but, guys,
0: my my ears just uh, got <laughs> like uh, molested. Was, was what just happened. Yeah. It just just yeah. like in the, in the in the mic. That's when me and Clay are freaking out.
1: Yeah. Things like ran it. It might be in the recording. So enjoy that, guys. We can. Oh, kinda, that'll be we'll fun. Just cut out the whole thing. What?
0: We'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. As, I, as <laughs> I like to say. Oh no! Don't. Sucks you to be you, Clay. Don't we'll you fix it. In, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> it's Do you see that like uh that like TikTok where it's like every every film every like oh, every yes. like student film ever? That's kind God. It's like, yeah. ah, I'm uh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't bring my costume. We'll uh, fix it in post. Fix it in post yeah. We'll fix it in post.
1: Wasn't this supposed to be at night? <laughs> well, we'll fix it in post. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll fix worst. it. In post. It's the <laughs> worst. <laughs> but yeah that that music thing is just so cool because even when I listen to things with lyrics I like I more pick up on the vibe of a song more than what they're explicitly saying and I think if a song is really great Mm -hmm. those things like mesh really well so you can understand like driver's
0: license listen to driver's license (laughs) you can understand the story of a song with
1: hardly even listening to what they're saying you can just feel that emotional and so that's why I'd love to like maybe score some of my own films like I just think that is the coolest Mm -hmm. thing to get into and I oh for sure no pretty much nothing about it but i think oh, it'd be a fun thing to dive oh, yeah. into oh yeah
0: i i literally just as like my break from work like what i do in that we were talking about oh take work 15 take a five minute right. break oh man i have like hiccups um <laughs> yeah also, also we probably should get water at some point soon i'm thirsty again <laughs> yeah. um but yeah uh like with with like what i was doing i ended up writing like like 40 songs just like in my that's for crazy fun that's so and, cool and yeah, and like, and it was just, and I knew nothing about it. I just was like, oh, I think these chord progressions are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I should go write about songs. Most of my songs are about like, like chicks or whatever, you know, yeah. it's like about, it's I think like Louis Capaldi had this quote that I really related to. It's like, you only can write so many songs about girls not liking you. And <laughs> and that's where I've hit with my songwriting is like, I kind of hit that, that kind of wall. <laughs> and, and it was like, that's pretty much all I wrote about. Cause it was like, it was like the biggest, like emotional, like thing that I, I had pretty much much yeah it was like it was the way that i just processed through things it was like my like therapy and i right. just love it no, i also also do guitar stuff it's just so fun and it's also beautiful. i think like when you're talking about building your brand and authenticity, like I put out like any content that I have, like in doing guitar, I, I'm putting it on TikTok mm-hmm. too and just that's showing
1: great. like, hey, show everything I'm... you do. The yeah. uh, realtor that I work with, yeah. she shows hikes that she goes on and stuff, and that, that is that's cool. like that is perfect for yes. being a real estate agent in it's Colorado. Showing, yeah, it's yeah. showing the area and it's showing that you're a cool person. She shows pictures of a dog, mm-hmm. like that makes it so much more personable. Yeah, same, I love doing that. Yeah,
0: same thing with my wrestling coaches. Um oh, yeah. that like I. They're the Collinses, and they they um they, they have hey, if you need a house check out the Collins team I need I'm, yeah so um sorry uh, promotion um but like yeah but they like they're wrestling coaches and they're super involved in the Colorado Springs community mm-hmm. and that's where they get most of their referrals from is from TCA kids which is where I went to high school and that's where they get their business from and they that's they cool. also really focus on that word of mouth advertising. I personally
1: believe they should start (laughs) leveraging social media. Dude, it's amazing how much word of mouth can do, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is crazy how much. That's the same thing with my my
0: parents' business. That's what they're entirely Mm -hmm. word of mouth focused. It's. it's just yeah. one of
1: those things that it really means that you've created a yeah. good customer experience because yeah. on social media, you can promote a good product, but it's mm-hmm. really hard to show that experience that you're going to give people. Mm-hmm. And I or don't that feeling you get that feeling you get is yeah. so important. Yeah. yeah you feel huge. safe. That's super important. And mm-hmm. yeah,
0: especially right now. So
1: yeah. And like, yeah. I'll just bring this back to yeah. our, the pottery business that my parents have. Yeah. We like, we have people over to our home. We run it from our home. We have our dogs there. We have our bird there you know it's very personal experience and that's why people come back they just want to hang out with us like hang out in this house hang out in their backyard and that's what drives customers back more so than oh i need another mug like i bet yeah. most people don't think that after they get the first one but it's just like i I enjoyed that experience. I'm going to do it again. Like,
0: and also your and also your house is super interesting. <laughs> I don't, I just want to put that out there. You got like a barrel sauna and an outdoor shower.
1: That's yes, so cool. that we do. That have you do. have you
0: like have you used that like recently? Like, like not, you just
1: not recent. My parents yeah. do a lot. It's oh. it's really nice during the cold. Not going to lie. And every That's time gangster. it's slightly warm, like. To the points that the pipes won't freeze, my dad turns on the outdoor shower, and then we can use it. It's it's a a great experience in like freezing cold steam everywhere because of the shower, and you're like in this. This uh, barrel oh of hot water, that is an Jeez. insane moment. You're
0: making me want like a property <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Cause it's that's like, so just that's just crazy. Also, I yeah. want
1: to preface that my parents make amazing products. So it's not oh, yeah. that the product's not the, not the key, but it's all oh, of yeah. those things together. You have to yeah. put that full marketing mix, which is price, the place that you sell it, the promotion that you use, yeah, and of course it, the product.
0: Itself. And that and the authenticity piece is so big. Yes. And that's, that's just it's just, it's just if you, you buy from people, that's one of the things I want to emphasize. I love that. Yeah. yeah. You buy from people you don't buy from, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you, especially with small businesses, you're buying from that person. You're it's like I saw this. I remember I shared this video a really long time ago. It was like, hey, here's what happens when you buy from small business. And there was this person that made a thousand dollar purchase and like literally after they left they literally squatted down like underneath the counter thing right. and just started going like yeah and like started like celebrating I love that and it was it was so authentic and then they started they put that out on social media and then it totally went viral mm-hmm. and it's like that i think that amount of power is so so good and that's what I, that's like why i'm so motivated to freaking work as hard as i do because I, like I have this that. like this freaking hunger to go help these small businesses. Cause I'm like, well, it's so interesting yeah. because
1: you and yeah. I are both doing the same thing. We're yeah. small businesses trying to promote other small businesses so we can <laughs> relate to them so much when they yes, choose yes. to buy our product. Mm-hmm. We have the same feeling that they have when our products can help them get that feeling, you know? <sighs> so we, we, I think that's why yeah. we're able to find clients, yeah. uh, potentially,
0: more in the small yeah. business
1: sector than most because we yeah. can be like, Yes, I know how much this is going to help you because you doing this is helping me, <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, and, and that's and that's one other thing. But also, when you're talking about doing like uh, like, like free work, it's like, mm-hmm. Man, you can you could like like and then you you have like a massive like advantage, and that's what we're talking about, like. Like me and me and my friend Kobe. um, So we're we're like, I'm helping him run. And also I'm doing this pro bono. I'm just doing business consulting for my friend. Kobe wants to start a detailing business. That's cool. So I, we, I literally just walked with him to go talk to a local car dealership about doing like headlights and stuff. Yeah. And we went and just, talked to the person and they were he was like oh it's not a good time for me right now you know things are really tight i'm like oh yeah i totally understand and and i i just really i got it and then i totally could have i totally should have just said hey we'll go do this one for free right if you see that it sells faster we'd love to come back and do another one and then Mm -hmm. at cost that cost us like what two dollars and then plus some time but then if he needs a car that's to get detailed. Who do you think he's going to call first? It's that person that did that. Yeah. A lot of the time that, yeah, of course there's going to be times where it doesn't work out like that and they end up paying for someone else, but you, it's better to like have them know you Mm -hmm. that and get told no than them to just not know you exist.
1: Yes. Getting that is, is huge. And I would even say as a filmmaker, what I've done, well, I want to do more of, but it's like make, a video, if there's a product or something, make a commercial for that product and send it to them. Like, send it to the company and be like, yeah. this is what I made for you. You didn't ask me. It's just an unsolicited piece of content. And then you can go, if you want more of this, then we can talk further about how to conduct more business. But it's like, that I, just like providing value without them even asking because the thing you learn is a lot of people don't know what they want or need for their business to grow so you have to show this is how it's going to help you this is what it looks like in uh yeah in this situation and
0: and you want to talk about like pulling like crazy like partnerships and stuff
1: right oh yeah like like one of the
0: things that i'm thinking about is is like how could i make it a really attractive option to sell on Ocean Connection for like an influencer. So then I could start driving crazy amounts of traffic through there. And what I was thinking is like, imagine if I just was like, hey, I will cover the cost of all your all your merch and your hoodies and whatever. And yeah. you just you I'll send I'll start mailing you checks and for free. Like I'll do I'll do ever I'll mm-hmm. give you a hundred percent of the net. I'll take hundred percent of the risk just to do it. And like just yeah. create like some crazy deal. To then make it so it's like, wait, what are you talking about? Like right. that's that's how good you want the the deal to end up being
1: mm-hmm. if you can get get like that kind of crazy value. Yeah, and you can you can take that figuratively too. Like yeah. maybe it's not entirely free or crazy risk. Yeah, it's just like going. Really, you're gonna provide that much value, and mm-hmm. I have that low of a risk in doing it myself.
0: Yeah, and you want you want to make it as attractive as possible. Like there's this thing with software. You want the integration from one step to the next step to be as easy as humanly possible. And if you do that, it's going to make it so you're going to get users faster and faster and faster. Like LinkedIn had a great feature where you could import all your phone contacts into LinkedIn and then connect with all of them automatically because you already had their phone contact. Mm -hmm. And that made them grow like 70 times faster than then if they even if they had a like f- the, the the best product ever in that they they didn't mess anything up right they just were able to win because they had this really seamless transition same thing with Facebook and same thing mm-hmm. with all of it mm-hmm. it was like they make it really fast yeah, So
1: that's huge just like yeah. getting rid of any amount of resistance that frictionless could exist. yeah yeah just make it totally frictionless the other thing is. When talking about persuasion, I may have talked to you about this, but yeah. it's uh, a book by Daniel Pink. He also had a masterclass, which was phenomenal. Yeah, but that about was, sales. It was mm-hmm. really good. Um, And so, yeah, that one was, was really interesting. And he talked about, I love this example by the Marriott Hotel. They did this thing that was kind of proving that you're going to trust an an opinion or or a, a certain technique of doing something if you see that a lot of people in your community do it. So mm-hmm. that's one way that I that I sell video is yeah. going see all these other businesses that are using it and it's helping them. This is this is why. So what they did at Marriott was to get people to reuse their towel instead of just throwing it on the ground. They would put this thing, you know, at first it was like please please reuse your towel. Don't just throw it on the ground. And then later when that wasn't working they tried to add like uh, 80% of people in this hotel Reuse their towels Do the right thing Then they did like A very specific statistic Which was like 75% of people in room 1A Reuse their towel hmm. Do the right thing And suddenly it spiked Because people were going Wow If everyone else is doing it This is going to be oh really important for me Yeah And I love that idea That's such a great example Yeah because it's just showing that okay, yeah, it yeah. is working out for other people, and yeah. it's causing them value, or at least causing someone else value.
0: Yeah, and there's also this thing where it's if you have anything, and the seven people closest to you do it, mm-hmm. you're gonna do it. Oh
1: yeah, your friends shape who you are. Or yeah, the people around you shape who you are.
0: Yeah. and they did this thing where it was like they they tried it, so they they made. Um, they, they have this thing where they point at two um like bars okay one bar is obviously taller than the other one and they have seven people point at bar a and say that it's taller even though the like uh, the, the bar b is yeah. is like like two times as big okay yeah over 85 percent of people pointed with the group at that bar b. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane instead of being the person that wanted to be out in in out of the my ma- out of the majority <laughs> right yeah so huh. oh yeah, one one last thing you know what if we look at the you know make sure that our company grows at a 33 percent rate and if we don't grow at a 33 percent rate it's gonna everything's <laughs> no gonna one go cares. yeah no one, no one cares. Yeah. my goal is always be interesting just be me like if, if if i have to sacrifice who i am in order to succeed i'm not it's gonna not do worth it. It. it yeah if i have, if i have to, totally to not be agreed. fun to be successful, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Totally agree. That's the thing. Is, like, that's honestly one of my. Like, are we recording? I just. Yes. Oh sweet. Okay. Yeah, that's why one of my biggest inspirations is Elon Musk because he just doesn't give a
1: shit. I love it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's amazing. And if you surround yeah. yourself with people who can connect with that real version of you, it's gonna also accentuate the real version of them, which is gonna be easier to work with. Yeah. You guys are both gonna enjoy it more, and probably way better work is gonna come out of that. Oh
0: yeah it's 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 and also when you have that like rapport base it's just phenomenal when i like i know like that was something that gary v talks about a lot and then i really respect and admire is that he'll be like hey i understand that freaking jessica doesn't doesn't care about you know making more money she just wants to make sure that she she has time to go watch the you know denver broncos on the weekends Mm -hmm. like that's like the most important thing to her and then and then one of those weeks, you go give her two Broncos tickets and a plane ticket to go to see go go or like whatever to go see them play the Jets, you go give them two tickets. That that employee is loyal to you forever and are gonna want to go above yes. and beyond for you. And that's the thing, is like if you bring and help mm-hmm. like whoever in, in that way, especially your employees or anyone you work with, like in doing that, yes. um, I think it's so valuable. And I think so many so much of the time we overcomplicate business. Mm-hmm. Especially, that's why I'm not a big fan of college. It's because there, there's so many metrics and all these things you've got to track. You got to make sure the user retention rate's really good. You got to look, make sure all this stuff, which I, I admit is definitely important. But if you if you use that as an excuse to create a worse experience for your customer, mm-hmm. then. Or like, oh, the reason why we we remove this feature is because you realize if you lose 20% of our users in order to maintain 30% more people are going to buy the product then. Right. Th- I think over time, even if you make money or you increase profit, you're going to lose mm-hmm. long-term. And
1: those and like what yeah. you were saying, those are the clients that matter, the ones that are long-term. Yeah, They're not going to leave. That yeah, you don't like loyalty. abolish their trust in some sort of way. Like wh- even if that's yeah. just like, that's a crazy thing about graphic Damn. design. We yeah. were talking about that uh, uh, before we started recording Damn. because you you want to evolve your graphic design, but also like Coca Cola has never changed. Really, whereas I
0: Pepsi, thought they, I thought they I thought they changed. They, they started selling Coca Cola as cocaine.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> it changed it a little bit, but it's been a long time. No, like, yeah, Pepsi changes yeah, every sure. couple of years, and it's those yeah. it's those sort of things. Like it's hard to evolve your business, evolve what's going on, and scale it up, but yeah. also not like change it too much to you don't want to lose your identity yeah yeah it's it's
0: so weird but like that's something i think about is it's like like how important is the name
1: Mm -hmm. like
0: i don't i don't think it's i don't i don't think it's that important yeah for for a company it's like you can you can have a pretty stupid name and be like pretty pretty successful it's true
1: and and there's more the other thing is like mountain dew like that's weird yeah
0: it's like a weird name for a soda dr pepper
1: what right it's like (laughs) logo wise too logos don't really matter the whole thing like the nike swoosh in labor that went into that 30 seconds yeah it's like a, a graphic designer made that so quickly yet it's probably one of the most valuable logos that's ever been made. And yeah. so it's one of those things that's like, if you really own it, like I just had my friend Weston rebuild my personal logo mm-hmm. that you saw my business cards yeah. and I'm psyched about it, but it's like, okay, it's a camera. Other people have this, but if I own that logo and I use the hell out of it on everything that I do, and that becomes the thing that people think of when they think of me, then you know that's going to become valuable.
0: That, that's my that's my fucking wheel. Like, dang, I yeah. did it twice. <laughs> that's that's the that's the wheel. <laughs> we are do We're demonetized. Yes. I'm not de- de- demonetized. I, did, did you see that the TikTok I made about the last podcast? I, I made my Dude. first I made my first ever money podcasting. I'm, what? I made Dude, a, congrats. I, I made a cent.
1: Oh, oh yes. Nice.
0: <laughs> and I literally was like, hey, don't talk to me if you're broke, okay? I remember <laughs> the
1: day that I made my first penny on YouTube. Yeah. It is a big day, man. Yeah, you it should really get it is. framed. Like, I'm looking at my oh first my penny on YouTube. <laughs> yes, you, I really should. Yep. It, was, it was one of those things I started, I would like make $3 a month. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to reinvest this into my business. So I would like buy a song that I could use. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's so, I, 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 like, I think
0: that that's so beautiful, you know, that, like, that's why I love entrepreneurship and I love this kind of stuff, is it's like you just grow and you do very, very slow steps and you mm-hmm. just, like, progress, and I think it's just amazing. That's yeah, I, I, I love it. That's why it just, it makes me get so excited, and, like, literally, I'm about, I like to feel like tomorrow I'm going to go kick total ass, right? I feel, yeah. like, super excited. I know. I bet, I bet you probably feel, like, close to the same way, because yes, it's, like, now I it's, do. like, super motivated to do, like, oh, I want to make. I'm going to make freaking content oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to go and, after
1: talking about content yeah. for like three hours <laughs> it's, it's actually funny. technically
0: like well, almost like five hours it's true we did like an hour podcast before this yeah. and then we did if
1: you're wondering what it's like when Jason and I hang out yeah. it's this always you're yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hardly different off of a podcast
0: oh yeah for sure and I just I really man I really appreciate your input it's it is really nice talking to you, like genuinely yeah. like no, I've, 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 man. yeah
1: it's fun to talk to somebody who's yeah. in the same process but also in a totally Different field. Mm-hmm. Um, which is yeah, like I'm in tech and you're
0: in filmmaking. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm in the startup scene, but it's like yeah, it's so weird about how like how much we connect on like a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Like that that was one of the craziest yeah. things was when I when I was talking to Ashlyn, she was like the actress that I interviewed. Yeah. I have so much more in common with her and you. Yeah. And also you should talk to her as well. Cause she like she's an actress, she doesn't she's I actually writing her own. Um, like series of like short films like oh, right cool. now and then she's like directing it pr- executive producing fundraising nice. everything absolute stud awesome it is so cool awesome. yeah so yeah you definitely should talk to her I'll, I'll, literally, I'll give you a front literally awesome. after this. Um, <laughs> no but yeah so it was like with all that stuff it's like I relate so much more to you guys that are going through this creative process mm-hmm. than I do to a lot of these programmers and stuff that are just like like doing a pro- like some project that like for that's like i think even even like i'm like talking for a project within a company like i'm not talking right, about like right. a freelance programmer because i relate the crap out yeah, of that yeah. but it's like for that person that's just like cog number seven in the in, business world in, yeah. in, in, the, already, in the machine yeah. it's really yeah. it's really hard for me to relate to that it's because they're so far away i think from the risk And that's a good point yeah it's yeah. i think the closer you are to that failure point the other thing the is more like, intimate if you it fail is.
1: Yeah. The company will like struggle a little bit. Or even if you fail, maybe it'll make the company almost fail, but it's, Not owned by you. You're just like a a piece of the company. And I'll say, hey, I'm sorry, John, you're fired. Yeah, exactly. I can't can't fire me. (laughs) How can I fire me? As much (laughs) as I want to sometimes, (laughs) I can't fire myself.
0: (laughs) It's like, oh, like, wow, Jason, you had a really unproductive third quarter. (laughs) Oh, shit. I got (laughs) to go. I can't do anything. can not fire me. (laughs) Right. Like, I just got to go get better. And that's like the only answer. And that's why I just, I love it so much, man. It's awesome. Yeah. By the way, I'm really sorry for not like talking super close to the microphone now i could totally sound the (laughs) difference well i'm sorry everyone
1: that's listening it's my bad i'm still getting used to it so you know yeah it's it's about it's the process people are gonna like hearing the struggle at the beginning all right talk right here (laughs) that's right that's why the mixer exists man we can make things sound good
0: yeah man i yeah i'm literally gonna go buy that like tonight it's so good <laughs> I love usb it. mixers yeah. man
1: connect to xlr microphones
0: yep S- shameless promotion please sponsor us yes. yeah please sponsor us, us. <laughs> yeah send us some free free shit please i beg please please okay i wanted to ask you another thing okay yeah. so what do you what would you say is your biggest failure like so far and like how did that like shape you
1: <sighs> it's
0: it is really tough i that's also one of my interview questions that i, I like interview i interviewed employees that was
1: one of the questions I asked. that's good so. that's that's smart yeah Um, I don't know. It almost seems like, so, okay. So I thought this was my biggest failure up until like September from the months of like Mm -hmm. May to September. I thought this was my biggest failure was this, it was your grandpa connected me with this, this film business. And one of the things that this project they're working on is, is bigger than any of the others that we've ever had. And so this was going to be a big deal. And I kind of was like, oh, I'm doing all this other stuff right now. I'm not going to reach out. And I didn't. And so I thought I lost the opportunity entirely. And then I learned more about uh, learned more about it. And I was like, oh, there are big time actors in here. Man, I screwed up. And that's like such a frustrating, that was so frustrating. Because I was like, I, I denied this just because I didn't think it was going to be as big as it is. And then I ended up actually being contacted about that. So that was that ended up for the best. But this sounds ridiculous one of my i think and it has to do with musically this is why this is ridiculous yeah i was at such a content high like i had been featured twice on musically in one week and i was creating content every single day and then i stopped for three months and i lost Mm -hmm. everything i lost every every viewer that was interested it was Mm -hmm. gone i posted again i got 10 plays did you lose
0: subscribers Uh, i mean followers
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. I lost hundreds. I literally had like, I grew up to 5,000 in less than two weeks. And then I lost 2000 for not posting. And it was one of those things Mm. that like, okay, I don't think musically could have taken it further. But in that entire time, I gave up making content for those couple months. Mm. And that was such a frustrating thing, because I think I was more in growth than I had ever been in Then you like, stop
0: that flow state. Yeah. I totally lost yeah. the flow
1: state. And mm-hmm. it wasn't because I was just like, I'm gonna take a couple day break. And then it was like, ah, yeah. did I really need to do that in the first place? And then yeah. I looked back and it was like, oh my God, this could have been something big. Yeah. I could have had, if at the rate I was growing 500 followers a day, like that could have become something really cool. And yeah. so I don't mm. think that musically would have changed my life there, but I think it was just the, I caught myself failing to create. Yeah. Even though I really loved doing it, and I wanted mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Um. So my life—it shows how easy my life has been. That—that's yeah. my biggest failure. Hmm. But I was—it's one of those things that it really reminded me. Yeah. Don't stop doing the thing that you love. Yeah. For a long time, yeah. <laughs> like it's one of those things I just want to keep going always, in yeah. some capacity. Yeah. Even even if
0: it's like that's the that's the thing I really want to emphasize is it's like it's not just about doing it when you feel really inspired it's about like doing it even when you're like doing
1: it to get inspiration yeah that is a that's huge thing to do you don't don't wait until it is so rare this is one of the things you learn in screenwriting you're not going to be just sitting there and then this is what too many people do in in like their screenplays they'll be like and then david had an idea it's like that doesn't happen that much where you're sitting Mm -hmm. there and you're like an idea i light bulb just went above my head it's more of like you're in a process you're in the process Mm -hmm. of doing something else that's why you think of it when you're driving or when you're in the shower you're doing something else your mind is busy Mm -hmm. and that's when something comes to you so the way that you can spark that Mm -hmm. that generation process is by starting to create content in the first place yeah so again why daily videos helped me so much because it was like i would definitely have i was gonna do it anyway and then maybe the first, yeah. like, hour of the day, I hated the idea of picking yeah. up the camera. Mm-hmm as soon as i did i'd be like oh cool okay i have a i have an idea of the direction i want to take yeah. this video
0: yeah and, and that's and that's the thing it's like i think that's and that's freaking the exact same thing with startups it's that you have this slow burn and you'll have actually have companies that raise like a like a 4 million dollar raise in one idea and then pivot into an entirely different thing right. because they started in building like that was with me my entire goal when i first started ocean i really wanted to import like products from around china that was the original idea, That's and then right. I was like, I started to think more and more about it, and I was like, what's, what do I really want to achieve? Who who do I want to help? And what would be something that I want to get, I would be excited about, passionate about, and that I think I could apply what I want to do in my life into in terms of entrepreneurship and all that stuff. And then That's I was huge. able to put those things in after you kind of have that stuff on the back burner mm-hmm. and you're like thinking, like, oh my gosh, I was like, I literally remember I put like, I was like, you know, and then we could do something for your small businesses that we like, you know, put right. this, you like, like in this, in the software thing. And I was like. That's the thing. If I focus there, that's a phenomenal value that I could start bringing. And I think I could scale that to like – because I think there's going to be a lot of at-home entrepreneurs as well. Mm. I think like – look, I think what your, your parents are doing, I think that's, that's going to scale really, really freaking quick, especially with all this COVID stuff. Yeah. It's like there's going to be a lot of people unemployed that have no idea what they're going to do. And I think that the best way of making money is going to be those online side hustle-y things.
1: For sure. For sure. So, and the point is yeah. you would not have thought of that idea if you didn't just start like in yeah. the first place. Just try you something. started trying something at all yeah. even though it was totally different than the thing they were. And yeah, be willing to pivot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, and don't and, and that's such a weird freaking balance because it's like I have to be able to be able to pivot but also not yeah. be like I don't want to – I don't want to like pivot out. Like, I don't want to like mm-hmm. do something entirely different, but I want to like make sure that I'm keeping the integrity of like what I want to do and like those basic tenets. It's like when we're talking about being, you know, very firm on vision, but then the details right. don't really matter. Right. It's, it's like, my, yeah. Yeah. It's like if I'm bringing value to the, to the people and I'm bringing value to, sp- to businesses that's the that's the ethos and that's the mm-hmm. it's really important
1: mm-hmm. it's so. it's like what we were talking about in the last podcast which was don't confuse the flinch that you have before you you take a big step or before when you when you hit that wall you think everything's going so poorly don't confuse that as it's time to give up but also know when it is time to move on yeah or, or switch something slightly yeah and
0: and that's and that's one of the the things that i don't want to like like I don't want to, like, be, like, oh, if you don't feel excited, like, you just shouldn't do it. Like, it's – there's there's a certain right. point where something's important enough that you you have to be willing to, like, kind of suffer for your art. Like, I think yeah. – isn't there a quote <laughs> that's, like, art is pain? Isn't yeah, that something? Yeah, there's something like that. Yeah. It's got it's, – it's some pro, – it's probably some quote that I saw on, like, like, whatever. Yeah. It's just – it's <laughs> there's such a – like, I think there's such a beauty in, like, some of, like, the – that pain of creation, mm-hmm. that like of like you seeing this thing and it's a very painful growth. I know it's gonna, this is gonna be the weirdest metaphor ever, but I think it's literally like childbirth. Like like literally conceiving an idea, literally. like because mm-hmm. it's like there's this like tremendous pain that you go through. And then at the edge of it, you have this beautiful creation that you've like right. cr- brought into the world that from nothing. That's a, yeah, that's an interesting and, way to look at it. And it's, and it's like I think that if you didn't have that pain, I think you almost wouldn't have that attachment to it in a way. It's true.
1: Like, I love that. Yeah. But you can look at it from the other way, which is yeah. like the sunk cost fallacy, which is like yeah. so you're in that job and you're absolutely hating it Yeah. and you go – well, I've put this much time into it. I've sunk that much yeah. cost. So I might as well not leave now because yeah. it's just what I'm in. That's the entire – that's like literally – I think I might
0: have told you. Like, I want to write a book that's like – it's going to be called The Van CEO. Yeah. Why you should drop everything and start the business of your dreams today. That's a good yeah. like bar. Um. So it's going to be basically talking about that is that there's never a right time ever, ever. Right. Me dropping out, it might look like the right time now looking back on it. But when I was was in it and I was hearing like... (laughs) My my, my ex girlfriend saying, Jason, what the hell? Were you dropping out of college? You're a dumbass, or whatever. Yeah. My parents saying, Oh, you got to go to college in order for you to get a safe job. I like, I don't want to get a job, and they're like, Well, but you should because I did, and and then right. you have all those different voices. It took a lot of convincing to freaking convince my dad that I don't want to go to college, yeah. and that was weird because my dad's an entrepreneur, and that was a weird it was a weird pitch. But then it was like mm-hmm. eventually just like literally this I I was on a I literally had him on my podcast like I think it was like two days ago and we were just talking about business, and he's like, Jason, I don't want you to take this with a grain of salt, but you talk more intelligently about business than almost anyone I know. And I know a lot of very, very smart business people. And And I was like, that's, and he's like, you didn't go to college, and that is yeah. a, f- a testament to your ability to learn. But I don't want you to get complacent, admittedly, right. but this is, this is really cool that we are able to have these conversations about patience, value, how to create a business, how to create a culture, all of those things that you've you've read about been able to implement and try and fail at
1: that's amazing it, it
0: was crazy because then but then it was like well I realized that you know I'm not every other kid that's what that's also what I gotta mm. remember I gotta put things in perspective it's like I'm we're freaking you know 20 21 years old ish you know yeah. <laughs> like this really weird age range where we have like a bunch of a bunch of like things that we don't have to have everything figured out like, I mean
1: it's such a uh... yeah wide variety of types of people at this point. There are the people who still have to ask their parents to stay out late. And there are also the people who are married and they have two kids like that's such a it's fascinating this time of everyone's life people that have to ask different oh yeah
0: the people that have to ask their parents to like go out
1: and yeah that's what i'm saying that there's just yeah it's so uh yeah it's a it's an interesting time there's no specific mold that you can follow yeah you can be like this is how to be successful at my age because there are too many examples to to pull from so it has to be what is going to be your path that's going to be most successful for you it really just has to do with understanding yourself understanding your values and your desires in life and like, what people you want to be around
0: yeah, i totally just thought of this you know how we talked about like starting the exact same podcast yeah why don't we just start a podcast together <laughs>
1: dude it is very similar
0: <laughs> yeah because we literally could just bring our audiences and i can start pushing and getting guests on and we could interview them together i think we could do something like that pretty easily not bad I don't know. man yeah. i don't know i just thought yeah let's yeah. talk about it man yeah yeah yeah, yeah I for sure it. yeah I, I just was thinking like holy crap we're trying like i'm trying to figure out a lot of this editing piece and then i think you like, i could help you get guests and stuff and i think it'd be a really good collaboration that we at least could do i don't know at least, yeah. it doesn't even need to be like every day or whatever it's like we can we could just do one together I, yeah i don't know because it's also we can now we have all the equipment we can do whatever we want <laughs> yeah and like we can just try try stuff i don't know i literally was just like if we're thinking about it I was like, we have so, so much of what we want to do. We want to talk to the same kinds of people. Like I Mm -hmm. want to talk to artists and, and entrepreneurs alike. And we, you kind of want to talk about the creative process as well. It was like. It was just I don't know, I'm just food for thought. I was just yeah. thinking I was just thinking about it. I was like, man, <laughs> yeah. like I, I just I feel like I, I we gel and I think it's really cool. I love it. So yeah. Well, and
1: listen, yeah. when our podcast is like hella successful, we'll be able to listen back to this exact moment that you yeah. came up with the idea. Yeah, that's the, what's beautiful about documenting the process. Um, guys. Yes,
0: because it was like we're because we're both doing these things and it's like I think we can we can do this and then we could be and also I know like there's also I think we can get I think I think we probably can pull sponsorships. I I know that I could pitch. A sponsorship for the for the podcast no yeah. doubt like 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 thousand percent but like, you know right now we're actually you know doing profiles on small businesses and we have an audience of people that really want to start supporting small businesses so if you would want to sponsor us we'll give you a 30 minute sh- uh, like 30 minutes sh- <laughs> 30 <laughs> oh, shout out oh
1: my gosh i'm sorry i misspoke yeah. <laughs> say this right now no, yeah
0: we do a 30 second we do a 30 second promotion at the beginning of the video and all it costs is you know 50 bucks a month mm-hmm. and we could do that you know for Couple businesses, and then you do like a two minute roll. Yeah, That'd be interesting. I, I yeah, I think that's definitely that's there's definitely something there. Like I was talking to um actually like an insurance agent that we know um that I that um that I got connected with through this guy at Humble Coffee, which is another okay. local yeah, co- yeah, yeah. coffee company. He he literally was like, hey, you should talk to Patrick. Nice. Patrick is an insurance agent by trade. He literally says it, and he has a podcast as well. It's like a, a like uh, two native sons because they're native Coloradans.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen that
0: yeah and i was i was on their podcast like yeah. a little bit ago and they, that's what they do they have like uh they have sponsors that like that like local restaurants and that's all really that stuff.
1: cool yeah. local sponsorships yeah. is a great idea because oh, i guarantee yeah. so many of the local businesses around here are going to be like oh cool we'll get some publicity on a podcast awesome you like, want to know
0: something crazy that we should do next time we should just like go go, go ask at like a black whatever what's the freaking super good pizza place that's a black forest
1: right pl- pies and grinders yeah, yeah we literally could just Amazing. say hey.
0: You know, we uh, me and my me and my buddy Clay, we were on a podcast and we were wondering if we could just give you a, a shout out at the beginning of the podcast, film it there, and just get some pizza out of it.
1: Yeah, right. Like I think we could
0: I think we could pull that.
1: Like I, I think I, we
0: could. Yeah, because it's like, hey, and then are like, Oh, it's a cost of two pizzas and I know, like, yeah. hey, we'll promote we'll promote it. And then if we can just be consistent. And if they,
1: if we show yeah. them that, if we show whoever we do this for that and they are like, Wow, that is a valuable thing that they're doing, then maybe they'll share it and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: And then, you know, then it's also like it's, it's like if you look at a lot of the most popular like small businesses like they have networks of like two three thousand you know people that like their page i think poor richards has a pretty decent following it does like uh, a couple of these other places like how many how many followers does uh, a pikes peak lemonade have do you you remember Um,
1: it's it's a couple thousand It's um yeah it's something like i think it could be leveraged even more though i see such a visual Appeal with it's the, very with the sexy. things that we do. This I know that's very sexy. So that's why yeah. I was what I was trying to help out with the videos yeah. and stuff. And it's one of those yeah, so almost cool. five thousand. Yeah. Um, and that's the other thing. It's like look at a business and be yeah. like, okay, is this a visual based business? Then yeah. focus on Instagram. Is this more of like a mm. a business content based business? The things I've I've done things that are like. Uh, Trusty service stuff. So yeah. it's like talking about financial planning and all that. And it's like, okay, yep. this content's going to do well on LinkedIn and Facebook. Yeah. So let's not let's not just focus on photography. Let's mm-hmm. focus on video content and like even yeah. written pieces, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and and work yeah. with clients with that. Yeah, so oh, I, I like sure. to. That's that's one thing I'd say. If you're trying to do freelance filmmaking, yeah, try to provide more value than just that video. Yeah, if you can. If you have any sort of marketing ideas or any sort of ideas of how they can expand their mm-hmm. their business in any way, they're gonna appreciate that input.
0: Oh, for sure. And also the thing is, is I think if you pigeonhole your market and they're like, oh, I'm only, mm-hmm. I'm only on TikTok and I'm only, I'm only, I would stay in my lane on TikTok because that's it's right. so good. Like that's that's the thing cuz I I very easily could just be the guy on LinkedIn and I could do pretty pretty decent. I could I could I could just do that. But the thing is is I want to diversify and go on all the different content platforms and mm-hmm. promote and that's what I really like the freaking podcast space is cuz it's really you can do like this uncut stuff where you really can just go after it, and I and love that. I, I I I love it. I love the, the kind of authenticity, man. Oh, mm-hmm. it, it is getting chilly. It is bro. getting so cold. It is getting yeah. Cold. We should close that window. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't know how to. I, I yeah. I mean, I could. Yeah. You, if, if that if that's all right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Clay Clay's, Clay's closing the window right now. So gives a little crank. Yeah. It just got so cold. I literally felt it in my calf.
1: It's because it went from nine p.m. to midnight
0: oh my gosh it's midnight night right <laughs> yeah. now oh my gosh yeah definitely okay yeah. we
1: should probably wrap this up oh my gosh just because i feel like viewers are going to get bored of listening to my never <laughs> this is great <laughs> yeah no every every oh piece of jesus content this was, so good.
0: okay so now what is the one question you wish i asked you right now or if there, if, is there um, one? or am i see. or am i so perfect yeah, at you're everything just such a good interviewer
1: Jason. <laughs> i'm that just super incredible.
0: perfect i'm a i'm stunning <laughs> no, yeah, no, okay.
1: Um, it's a really cheesy question, but mm-hmm. I always love the question of like, what continues to drive an original passion that you have, because it's so easy for so many people. And I was talking to my friend Spencer Mayhew about this, who has been pursuing his dream of paleontology since he was yeah. seven years old. I love he that video. He is the by reason. The so good. That I thank you, man. Yeah. He is the reason that I am a filmmaker. Like I really, I want to point that out. His direct poignancy on okay i'm gonna take this passion that i had for dinosaurs and make that into my career path and he's doing amazing work he's writing essays that are being published in journals he's he's uh he's going for it he has a successful youtube channel about it now that what's successful mean i mean he has he has notoriety in a lot of the paleo community that sort of and stuff, and that's
0: and that's what's crazy, and that's what perspective is, yeah. Because also, it's like, what is like, what does success mean? Do you need a million followers? Do you need, dude, a success thousand.
1: is, yeah, it's I, very I see success, yeah. I, I like to see success as yeah. um, it's so much more individual. I think it's an incredibly subjective term, but yeah. if you are feeling fulfilled, mm. that's that's how I see success the most yeah. in any way, and like. I don't know. And I think it's, it changes, perspective changes so easily. Like what you Mm -hmm. said, like on, on musically when I was getting 10,000 likes a video, it felt really bad when I got 8,000. When I now get 20, it feels like I'm on top of the world because it, you know, perspective totally changes based on where you're at. And so I love the idea that success is, uh, is very fluid. Like, I don't think it can ever, and it's even fluid in your own. In your in own your mind, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: and in it's like and it's like the kind of and also I think that's something that just happens with people is that you get so attached to like this this sort of like oh I need to prove something oh right. this is like oh right. th- I need to show that I'm successful and I need who to who
1: are you proving that to yeah that's the biggest thing There's, and if, if you're proving yeah. it to yourself yep. then you need to kind of rethink what oh my that gosh. means to yourself have
0: you have you ever have I ever read you the the man in the arena <laughs> no you haven't oh my gosh okay. <laughs> I, can you do, do, oh my gosh I'm gonna grab my phone real quick we're back <laughs>
1: okay he's currently reaching around to grab his phone without getting out of his chair
0: I'm very I'm very flexible but yeah this is literally my all time favorite quote and I think it's a great great note to end on so and I think I think that this this applies to what you and I are doing to like this crazy degree so Um, one second,
1: man, the suspense, this better, this is, this is being put on a pedestal right now. This better be amazing.
0: It's going to (laughs) suck.
1: That's how to get the audience engaged.
0: Okay. I'm just going to, no, it's not loading. (laughs) Look at this. Look at this. Oh, it just loaded. Okay. The <laughs> he man turns the-,
1: the phone around and it's loaded.
0: Yeah. This, that's just that's just something that always happens. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, and who at best knows the end th- at the In the end, the triumph of high achievement and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with the cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Theodore Roosevelt wow that's my, favorite. It's my <laughs> that all-time is favorite quote that's it's,
1: so good yeah it's just that you got out there and did it that's yep. I I hate the term success oftentimes yep. because it therefore inherits that there is a failure that is an option yep. and I don't even like that there is an option of failure unless you just didn't start or didn't try at all yep. didn't entertain that idea so like that's what I was saying like That desire to continue doing what you love, even when it gets so hard is Mm -hmm. so crucial to what I'm doing. And it's what you were saying. Even if I had millions of dollars right now, I would still be creating on YouTube because it's like, I really enjoy it. Like it legitimately brings me so much joy that that's why I love that I can do that as a profession. Like I'm incredibly lucky that my passion, I can so easily funnel into something that can actually make me money. Um, and I honestly think you can do that with almost anything, any passion that you have. In fact, I'm going to even get rid of the almost, you can do that. And even if that means changing up what you do slightly or adding other elements to it, you're, you can monetize anything that you do and you can make that a part of the rest of your life. Um, so that's you know yeah that, that's i feel like what i want to end yeah. it on <laughs> clay clay
0: bowen ladies and gentlemen yeah, <laughs> yeah. Woo! dude yeah. thanks for having me man yeah dude thank you for having me clay gee yes. that was super good <laughs> great job Fun. Uh, good night everybody or good morning